three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Ruse Radio. We're back at it again with you folks. We have a special, special guest. Shaw. Oh my gosh. This is somebody, <laughs> this is somebody, this, we'll call this, we'll call this the, uh, the, uh, how do I say it? This is our, us coming together after our rap beef. You know, this is the podcast where oh, we still got beef. Though. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta send me tracks, man. Hey, man, you're, you're the only one who gets it. Like everybody I, else is like, I'm gonna shoot this kid. I'm like, thank no, you. Send me a shot in the track. I feel like him. there was a couple people that got it. There was a couple. I know Elijah Wan dissed you back, and that was fun because I didn't even know about it until he you know showed what? me it. After he dissed me, I was like, I fuck with you. <laughs> you're, you're hard. You, well, you did you have a comeback with him? Did you? Yeah, have, yeah. Okay. That one's called Brimstone. That's what I thought was that's, Brimstone. That shit's fire, bro. The yeah. lyrics in that one were ahead of my time, but the mix is awful. Oh, <laughs> is it? You think so? Well, yeah. It's because I was like just starting to do my own shit. You know, you the learning curve, like you fix shit really quick once you start figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. I will agree with that. I think that. Um, Whenever I see like somebody, especially who you know just started making music, because I know the general person wouldn't understand it, but like you gotta give them more of a benefit of the doubt, especially if you know that they're mixing their own shit, or especially if you know that they're mastering their own stuff. Like just knowing those things as somebody who's done it, because you don't even realize what you're doing wrong until somebody shows you the right thing, and then you know how to do it. But you listen to your old your old stuff and you're like, oh, like now I see all that yeah, stuff I was doing I, wrong. I definitely see like what they were saying from like a mixing standpoint, like yeah. how it becomes like less I want to keep listening to this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it yeah. wasn't like I, I still go back and listen to my old stuff and it, it wasn't to the point to where I was like, this is so garbage. I want to turn this <laughs> off. I was actually just like more curious in my own lines because like. You know how, like, when you forget you said certain shit? And you're mm -hmm. like, damn, that was fire. Like, yeah. where did I come up with that? Like, yeah, I agree with that. that one, bro. Well, or even, like, see, I don't know, because I, I put my heart and soul into everything I write. So I know when I go back and I listen to something that I made, like, a while ago, just hearing it, like, the way that I write things, I make sure that it's, like, I'm not saying the exact thing, so you can always place your own kind of thoughts on top of it. Yeah, you try and to I, generalize it so yeah, that everybody... Just can, yeah, just enough. Just enough to it where... It still relates to you entirely, yeah. but, like, it's general enough to where other people can still relate to exactly. it. Exactly. And I think that's what pop music, good pop music, does good, yes. super well. And that's why, like, pop is a genre that's really hard to, like, nail down and do right. Because there's so much garbage pop music, but there's, like, those, some, there's, those specific pop artists that are just, like, good songwriters in general and that's the kind of stuff that like I, I've always liked and like it, it, that helps a lot I forgot what I was even getting on did about you, uh, <laughs> did you listen to Fortune Awaits? Uh, was that your song? No, that's the album I put out. Okay, uh, I did the not, one with I like the tarot cards. No, I saw, the, I saw the album cover and it was very dope. I, I know did, you made that. I did that, the art yeah. for it. Yeah, that's my main hustle. Like I come yeah. from graphic design and like video production, so I've actually so. Um, so wait, what did you do first? Would you do graphic art or videos first? Kind of all of it. Like so, like when I grew up. I was like, yo, I'm gonna design video games. And I like yeah. actually did that. Like I put a few games out on like Newgrounds. You can't find them now because Flash Players are dead. It's sad because yeah, they're still there, but they won't play. Like you see what yeah. I'm saying? Uh but like yeah, that was like when I was like fucking ten. So like, you uh -huh. know, people are like, You're making games already? I'm like, Yeah, but they ain't what I want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So I kinda moved on from that. Like I, I went from like trying to be a coder. To like wanting to do the art and animation okay and like that was really fun like i don't know if you notice i still do animation and shit yeah, um, yeah i just yeah. do it in different programs now but yeah um 
What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I want to do the art and animation stuff. And I was like, yo, there ain't really anybody that's going to pay me for this. This is just more like me developing skill set and like hobby and shit. So like I kind of moved out of that. And I went to uh, college for art after I got out of high school. And like, I don't even know why I did that. Like, you don't need an art degree to be good at art. <laughs> uh, you just have to have a market for it. I mean, I think that the... the the idea behind an art degree would be like you could at least get like an art jo art career with like credentials. I think that's kind of always the been misinterpretation. You know, because I know lots and lots of people that come out of school with that degree and they go, "Okay, job." And, and then there's they, not there people. <laughs> they'll be like, "Yeah, you need experience," and they'll be like, "Well, I have a degree," and they go, "That's not experience." Yeah, like it isn't. Like in my experience, like if you're doing a job for somebody, it's not art or like something that you do just because it's your hustle. Like let's say you go work at a job for someone else. Okay. They're gonna show you how to do that job. It's yeah. not like if I was a doctor, like they're I'm gonna come out of school and they're gonna be like, all right, now operate. Like yeah. they, they make you pre med first. Like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? You sit there and you be scrubs until you're a doctor. Right. Like, <laughs> well, and I think that like it's like um. It's kind of how the art industry kind of works. Like, it's more about the people you know and the connections you make rather than, like, credentials or anything like that. Like, Yeah, that, I would say that's probably true. Yeah, like, just talking to people tends to work out better than not talking to people. Most of, most <laughs> like of my businesses that. from, like, stuff that I've... What I really got into was the cannabis art because yeah. there was a huge market for that. Like, right after I, like, didn't finish going to college or anything, everybody was like, legal weeds now, like, fucking all this, and, like... People fucked with my art because yeah. it was like that cartoony style that people liked and um, there was a market for it. Like I said, if you told me like 10 years ago, like you're going to be doing cannabis art and making more money and I would have been like, nah, dude, fuck you. I'm going to go get like a newspaper job where I get to design the ads and I'm, yeah. I have to go to work every day and shit. And like, I feel like the weed stuff's kind of dried up a bit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't care as much about well, me. Well, like, just the art. It, it, there was probably a big boom around that time. It was like a green like people rush, People were just talking dude. about like, it. Yeah, green rush. That's it was. It was the green rush. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and you took advantage of that. You had to. You had to. And, and, and through that, I imagine that's kind of how you got your art out there more. Well, that, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure, my art-wise. But in between there, I was also working with my dad, who had, like, one of the first, like, drone companies for yeah. commercial use. We filmed like real estate and like okay. really boring And that's when stuff. you got into video yeah, editing, yeah. I imagine. I, I did video production all through high school, like oh, all okay. four years. So okay. we were we were doing projects and shit. I learned about how to do it, but like I didn't get to do anything fun. Like, yeah, and, and video editing, I think, is fun. It's I, so much fun. fun. Like yeah. uh, to me, that's, that's what I wanted to be first when I was like okay. very little. I would yeah. be making stop action videos on my dad's camcorder with Legos <laughs> and shit. <laughs> I got uh, a web web show that I made when I was in about I think fifth grade, yeah. and it was called Why It's Awesome, and I had a, a theme song where my sister would go Why It's Awesome, Why It's Awesome, Why It's Awesome. Yes, he is. He's the man. Yeah, she would say he's the man. I would sing the rest. It was very yeah. dope, very dope, and that's like my very first like claim to the internet. And so I, cool, I, I have that's a similar cool. like in the sense that I've always wanted to do something. At least creative, visually, or like, with, I've always liked YouTube. And shows you've always kind of been comfortable with, like, representing yourself in front yeah. of people. So. Well, you just kind of have to throw yourself into it is the, is the real thing when it comes to performance or, like, even recording music. I've kind of, like, that has been a big lesson with that. Because if you sit there and you aren't, like, just trying your hardest with each one... Uh, one thing I used to always do, and I still do it if I'm, like, recording a specific video, if I want to, like, do it legit. 
because I don't like when people push like they'll record a fake recording of them recording their song like it's pre-recorded but they're just pretending to record pretending from the mic to off top it into the mic yeah like I get it and it looks better but I'm just saying like when you do it for real and you do it all one take so you can tell the difference and so that's yeah. one thing I always used to do and that trains me too to like once you're in front of that camera and you're just doing something like you just have to do it, and that's kind of how uh, it always is. Are you, like, good at freestyling, or do you, like, I write? didn't used to be, but now I... Well, when it comes to songs, uh, when it comes to songs I like to write, there's, like, little times where I'll try to freestyle in a, in a song song, but, like, I do like to freestyle way more now than I used to. You mean you, like, freestyle the take, like, the part that you're, like... You, let's say you wrote, like, half of it, and then you're yeah. like, fuck it, I don't have anything for this part, so you just, like, take... No, it. no, no, I mean, like, if I... I mean, because usually with music, when I used to always write my stuff. I wouldn't even try to freestyle. And then okay, recently okay. I started to do it because I had a friend who was good at freestyling. And so I would hang out with him yeah. and we would freestyle together. And he, like, inspired me to get better. Gotcha. And, th and shout out No Name James. I feel like that's how Pendo is. <laughs> yeah. Shout like out just, he, And dude was always, just he would just spit bars out of nowhere. And so I would, like, rap back at him. And we'd have, like, conversations through rhymes. So it's like, that was great training. And that's kind of what, like, I ha I know that my brain thinks in a way where, like, if I try to freestyle, especially if, if I'm, like, on top of it, I can still, like, roll with it pretty well. But when it comes to, like, what I've always recorded, I'm just so, like, specific with every word that I've always wanted to, like, do it with written. There's just, I'm saying there's, like, if there's a song where I feel like there's a spot that could be, like, looser and I know it might work, just scrub I'll just try to throw of, a freestyle yeah. on there and see how it works. And that works out well. Sometimes it works well, yeah. It depends on, like, the mood of the song, in my opinion. Yeah. Some people are just real good at freestyle. I wouldn't say I'm, like, great. I, I'm I just decent kinda, at it. Um, like... I, my idea of, like, a good freestyle rapper is, like, who they would call, like, an MC. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my goal has always been to get to that level. And I've run into lots of people. You know how people are. They'll be like, you know how to freestyle? You want to rap and stuff? And I'll yeah. be like, okay, bet. And then uh, they'll be like, do you rap? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm trying to get to MC level. And they'll be like, I am an MC. I am an MC. And they'll uh -huh. start rapping. And it'll be like, all right, dude, I'm better than you. <laughs> like, I don't even think I'm there. <laughs> Gotta appreciate the confidence, though. Gotta appreciate yeah. the confidence. Yeah. I mean, they, th not, they think they're I'm MCs. Not, I'm not hating or anything. <laughs> right. I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, there's... You know when people don't have, like, an original concept or, like, you can see when they're just, like, pulling out, like, pre oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. like, something like that. Like I feel like when people... The, I think that there's something about music in general where you can tell when someone's like just trying to put something out there and i think that like especially through using tiktok surprisingly i've realized like the amount of music where i just think there's not much soul in it and you can sense not that there's substance. not much soul in it there's yeah no yeah substance and it's i think a lot of people just see people making music and they go oh that's something that i want to try to do and it's like you can tell you, you just feel the difference as someone who appreciates music like there's going to be a ton of people who will be a fan of it but like i know it's for a fact, like for me, if I hear a song and I just tell, like especially you tell with hip hop, it's got spirit in yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like people hate on J Cole, for example. Tons no, of people J. don't Cole's like J Cole's delivery is so sincere. Exactly, that's what I'm about to it say. It comes from like you can tell it comes from his, a place his, of his experience. Even his the way that he does progression in his song, you can tell that he feels what's going on. Like every single step through the song, it's moving somewhere. 
and he's one of those artists that does that super well. Like, there's so much thought behind it, and you just can tell by the construction of each song. That's why I want you to go shout out Fortune Awaits. Go, go hey. listen to my album, Fortune Awaits, Be Haley. Yeah. That's why I want you to listen to this album, because, like, you probably, I don't know how much of my music you've actually listened to, but you probably like the dish shits and, yeah. like, <laughs> all the rap rap stuff, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? But, like, that song has, like, tons of pop songs on that album. Okay. There's, like, um... There's like rap stuff on there. There's punk pop stuff on there. Yeah. It's, dude, it's awesome. And like, if I wish I'm still doing this, I'm going to go back and reproduce the album. Okay. Like, all the same stuff, just like I got my performance better. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm to the level now to where I was like, man, I wish I would have just held on to that a little longer and pushed it out when I redid it performance wise. Because if you've heard any of my new like rock stuff, it gets to that level. Coming up on your 20 minutes. Yeah, yep, yep. So I'm doing it for those listeners. I gotta push that record button every 20 minutes. But what kind of, uh, how can you, uh, what can you tell us about the rock stuff? Tell us about that. Give us so a little sneak I have a rock EP going, coming out. Um, there's one song that's released and it's only on SoundCloud right now. Because okay. I'm just trying to SoundCloud pre-release it for those people I feel like I get for a lot the, of, for the SoundCloud exclusives I, I just feel like I get a lot of like actual people who fuck with my stuff on SoundCloud yeah. versus people who just look at it and know about it but never interacted with it you I see think it's a, it's a nice community for music like SoundCloud is just one of those places where you get like if people like your song, they like your song. Like it's not like somewhere else where you have to advertise it. Well, it's, you know, it's music based. I, you know, I do the live streams for like listening to other people's music and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say those are the people that I'm connected with on SoundCloud. It's not okay. like just because I'm on SoundCloud, yeah. they fuck with me because they're like, there's stuff for SoundCloud like repost exchange. I don't know if you know about that. I do know about that. Yeah, so you can get like views and likes and stuff, but yeah. that doesn't mean they're gonna keep listening to your music. For it sure. just looks like you get a lot of play. Right. So like. It's nice to have people that actually fuck with me, that come to my stuff, know I listen to theirs, and are down. They're excited yeah. to listen to mine back. And yeah. be like, yo, I fuck with this guy. Like, uh, he, he listens to my stuff. Come, come and listen, have him listen to yours. Like, okay. That, I love doing that stuff, bro. Like, I know you see me trying to do all these contests and stuff, and yeah. like, I wouldn't love to make it free, but it, the yeah. truth is, is that it costs me money to like, yeah, drive yeah, yeah. to you, to film, to time, and everything For else. Sure. So like, Really, I'm just trying to do it for bare bones. Like, what can I get away with just to cover my ass? And then everybody wins. Like, right. So, like, I'm so surprised that more people don't want to jump on that stuff. But maybe they all think I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, a lot of it comes through, like, through what you're saying. Uh, because I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like, when I did, uh, I started, boom, I'm wearing the t-shirt. When I started 60 Seconds With, when I started that, that interview series, which I need, uh, there's going to be a 2022 revamp. You heard it here first, folks. But that series in particular, when I started that, is when I really started reaching out to people. And I would yeah. interview them. And just by, because I did that for free. And so just I by putting them I remember you hit me on, up with it. And I was, like, yeah. stoked on it. I didn't even, oh, it's still, there was nothing now that at all Doing yet. this right here, you are in the 2022 season. It's confirmed. They now yeah. know. <laughs> it's going to happen. Gang, gang. But, yeah, that show... Uh, through me, like, it made me realize, for one, there's not a big thing in Flint that does that, in my opinion, like, digitally, where you see a conglomerate of artists that are all in one space, and you can kind of, like, get a little touch on each one. There wasn't, or, like, an, oh, there's people who say they're interviewers, but you don't really see, like, a bulk of content that you can go look at a lot of the time with their interviews. Yeah. And so stuff like that made me realize after, that's really cool, but... Through that, I realized, like, oh, like, the 
that and just the amount of people you talk to and they would say, yo, I learned about this person from this episode or they'd say like, you know, just like I would meet them and I would know them through that and then I could go back and talk to them for a different thing like two months later. Those random connections you make and the connections that you make between other people by putting that stuff out there. Like those That's two things are like so valuable because people don't even think about you as like, they're not thinking about me as Ruse. They're thinking about me as that 60 Seconds guy and through that, they've seen my music and all exactly. that. So I think that like a lot of it comes through just the... The way that you make people talk about what you're doing, yeah, you and have to so interact like, with people. But yeah, that's a double edged sword. I think that sword. a lot of people know who you are. Like, I do think you actually no, have no, a lot I've, of. I've had a lot of people tell me that they know who I am and yeah. that they've heard my music and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bet. I have to. I have to get on the uh, topic of the Jeff Sky disc. I have to know the mentality that was like, what was going on in your brain when you wrote that disc? I have to. The people want to know. <laughs> no, I know. I know this question was coming. I have so, to get it out there. All right, so when I first started doing music, I was like, yo, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think when I came in, everybody thought I was trying to be like a hobby artist, mm -hmm. and I had intentions to be a career artist. I just hadn't put okay. anything out yet, okay? So at first, I was just trying to get affiliated, like figure out the scene. Like, I went to, he invited me to a couple of his things, and like, we went, we smoked and shit. And like, when I mean we smoked, I mean. When you say he, you mean Jeff Sky? Yeah, Jeff okay. Sky uh, invited me to his little parties and stuff for when they were doing their live shows and shit. And that's so sick. Like, I thought it was dope. Yeah. But like, when I mean we hung out and smoked, I'm not talking about like me and him. I mean, there's like 60 people there and we're oh, all smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like. Yeah, you know, dude was cool, but it's like, I don't know who you are. I don't really care to talk to you, whatever. That's fine. I don't care about any of that. But, like, there's a couple other times. Like, they had that video with uh, Y&J where they had all the girls do it instead of the guys. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, they're like, we need people for this. I'm like, yo, I'll bring my wife. Y'all put her in your video. I'll fucking bring my camera and film on the side. And if you can use any of it, here you go. No, I'm just trying to help out. Like, you see what I'm saying? And, uh... So that went smooth, everything, like, you know, but, like, I always got this vibe, like, nobody really fucked with me. Like, they were like, why the fuck is this kid here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's just me, but, like, nobody ever said anything to me or anything like that. So, like, and then after that, they had that one song with, um, I can't remember. It's, like, OK Hanaru or something, I think it is. Okay. It's the one that's got twice in it. I oh, pers okay. Personally, I think dude carried that song. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. I know it's a lot. They didn't give him a whole lot of credit. That, that dope, dope hook, was that was twice. That was that's what it was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah very nice. So, like, that, I don't think he got a lot of credit I think it's the same guy that, that made either. those two videos, actually. Mm -hmm. Same same guy. Uh, yeah. So, But those videos look really nice. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, nothing against dude's music or anything like that. It's just, like, actually how you treat people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, after that, I was like, yo... If you guys get that song to 100,000 by this point, I will give you one of these paintings. And I did these super ill Goku paintings that were like black and white or uh, glow in the dark with a black light and like all this crazy shit. I was like, all right, bet. So it got there and I gave dude the painting. And he was like, oh yeah, you're a man of your word and shit. And I was like, damn right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Here you yeah. go. Like, I sold one of those paintings for $300. Okay. So just to give you a scope of, like, what I'm handing you. Like, maybe you don't value it that high, but, like, it took me time and shit. So, like, whatever. I think he appreciated that and everything. Can't really say. Yeah, because paintings thought, you have to sell for quite Maybe a bit, he just yeah. thought it was, like, I'm so cloudy, like, I deserve this or something. I can't say where his head was at. Yeah. After that, they came out with the trading card thing with themselves and the Flint trading card things, Right. Right. I don't know what I did to piss dude off, but like I feel like I said on there like, yo, y'all underrated John Connor hard. And I felt that way because like 
John Connor was signed with Dre. John yeah. Connor was on the Compton album. Like, he was out there, like, doing this shit, really. So, like, fucking don't put John Connor in, like, the middle of the card. Like, put him up near the top. Like, it'll, not saying he has to be the top spot, but you guys undersold that. You know what I'm saying? I'll say one thing, too, about their rating scale is y'all make everybody an 80 to a 100. Like, there's barely anybody under 80. The values don't mean nothing unless you've got some low values. Where's all the, where's all the rappers the, you're there, counting on? There isn't. <laughs> Where there, are they at? There isn't value to it. So, like, I was just I wish like... They, I wish they did, like, call people out with those cards. Like, just throw a, throw a 42 on there. Like, <laughs> somebody i feel like for some reason like <laughs> dude dude got pissed that i had said anything i yeah, was like well, yo y'all i've noticed John they Connor. take stuff people i i, I when they i say they like the i mean just people on the internet like if you talk to anybody on facebook people are just gonna take something like it's the conversation we're having right now if we had this conversation on facebook it'd just be less civil just naturally. oh man <laughs> people would be chiming in just to watch but like exactly that's but what like I'm saying. in person things aren't the same as online so dude said something like I just got the idea, like, they were like, fuck you, you're nobody, you're just mad you don't have a card. And at this point, I hadn't released any music, so, like, yeah. I'm not surprised I don't have a card. I don't deserve one. Like, yeah. I haven't released anything. So, like, people well, clearly were... Clearly, you're people upset were just you don't trying, have a card. Yeah, people <laughs> were just trying to clown me, and, like, again, this is on Dude's page. Yeah. So, like, it's all his people. Like, it's a one-sided uphill battle. Like, I'm not winning any arguments here. You guys are just fucking trying to clown me at this point. And right. I, I didn't understand that, because I've done nothing but try to help you yeah and like here you are like blasting me along with everybody else and inviting other people to blast me yeah and i was just like all right dude i'm in your domain so i'm gonna take it to mine okay and that's why i dropped the song i didn't expect people i thought this is music this is and rap. that's why you They're, start with the wrong line about the cards and yes, all that because it was related to that it was related incident. to that oh, okay and, and i told him like right off the bat like send me a track like this is what yeah. this is and like people took it the wrong way they thought like i'm out here like for blood i'm like dude i just thought this was rap like that's the part i thought was weird that was why i even because okay when i saw that there was anything going on with this rap i've held this this stance ever <laughs> since i was a kid i was like dude like local diss rap would be so fun like if somebody dissed me that's I've what i always thought, thought like, like i was like yo i'm so ready for this <laughs> That's why when other people were like, I'll diss them, I don't even rap. I'm like, let's go. That's like, what I wanted to let's do it. Go. I was like, finally it's happening. Like, I can just diss. I can finally diss somebody with reason. Because I have a diss track. I was in a band and they kicked me out. And the first thing I did was make a diss track. They didn't, I'm pretty sure they did not take it the best way either. Yeah, like I don't they, think people fully understand. Like, it's like almost a hip-hop thing. Like, as an artist, it feels like... One, it's cathartic it, it, just it, to make that kind of song. It's the, this is the battlefield yeah. that we have chosen to play yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've taken the first stab. Yeah. Now it's your turn. And if you take it to anywhere else besides the track, you didn't get it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, the way that they were speaking about it was like, no, I, I've had battles in my brain because I, I, I've def I defended this point. I like argued with them on Facebook about this. Right. <laughs> At this time. I know. I was like, hey, guys, like, why, why y'all clowning on this dude? Like, I mean, they were acting like the fact that you released the track was the wrong thing. Like, that's the part that was weird. It's well, like, they I were had... upset about, like, the song. They were upset that you even made the song. Like, what's this guy doing making a diss song? But it's like, that's just, like, just just have fun with it. Like, if a dude makes a diss song, everybody goes, whoa! And I... then now it's Jeff's turn to respond. And the way that I, through the whole thing, I kind of had the second thought process. Where it's like, okay, 
I suppose you could say that Jeff's guy posting on Facebook and just making those little clowning comments, those could be the response as an artist. Like, what no, if Eminem never responded to Yellow Wolf? That's and that was kind of how that I beat. took it. Yeah, I kind of like took it just, as dude left that was his plane where yeah. he felt like he could win so yeah. he kept it there exactly that's what i'm saying so in in retrospect i can see how in his mind like it either way i can just see it but it <laughs> makes sense like in like the hip-hop culture sense it, I, I guess it works because you could just like just be like nah i'm above this i feel like but they, i just wish he would have done it back because that would have been so funny i feel like they think like i'm like level one pokemon trainer yeah, 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 and yeah. they're the elite four exactly. and i don't have all the badges enough to challenge them yet exactly but what i feel like is that you didn't do what you say you do yeah you say you're a rapper maybe this isn't your lane and like i don't know what i was expecting yeah but like i don't think they ever realized how badly i felt like they fucking scorned me you know what i'm saying yeah. i was like guys like where is this coming from and i was like all right dude and it only gets worse after you release the diss track yeah, like, like it's it's it, like they don't they i i feel like people just kind of miss the point even jeff to an extent because of the way he spoke about it like he seemed like he was upset that, about the things that you said like like i said i felt bad afterwards yeah i felt like dude really didn't feel that way yeah but like I'm sure. He, I'm sure. It he was probably like didn't. the whole thing was buzzing. Yeah. And they just like took advantage of me to get interaction for themselves. Yeah. And I didn't appreciate it, and yeah. I was like, "Let's. I'll show you some fucking interaction." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it is true in the sense that any cloud is good cloud. Like it's true in the sense that by doing that, I had people tell me this is the wrong move. This is the dumbest thing you could have done. You killed your career. No Come way. Come right yeah. back to me the next day and be like, "Bro, I was wrong. This is the fucking best thing you could have done." <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows who you are now. And every, I think it was genius. Everybody I really else do. is trying to drop this. <laughs> And again, I didn't... Even the people talking shit on Facebook don't... Like, they're contributing to the talk about you. So even that is like... They're talking about what you did, at like, the very least. Like, you know how hard it is just to get your name in front of people a lot of yeah. the time? So I felt like that was like a stroke of genius. And, and you know, I mean... The worst part was is that it wasn't even intentional. Like no. I said, like, I came in, I'm like, yeah, rap... Let's do a diss track. That's what people yeah. do in rap. Yeah. And then it was just like, no, we don't do that here. And I was like, I, yeah, that was the you weird. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't do that. That's what it felt like. It was like they were saying, like, no, that's not how we work. Like, I'm confused. Like, what do you guys mean? Like, are we just all buddies? Like, is that how it works? No, is but that just, how it's supposed just to be? for the record, I I have no problem with Jeff. I was just trying to like cement myself as like, yo, I'm I'm not someone to overlook. Yeah, you know and, what I'm and and and. A lot of it was inspired that you were just feeling some type of way about, like, a couple of random sure, interactions. Like, I mean, I have tracks like that where I'm just, like, raging. Like, yeah. go, dude, go check out my SoundCloud because it's just, like, a plethora of genres that yeah. I approach. Like, I, well, I find that with music, it's often about, like... Where your head's at. Where your head's at, and you'll hear a, a song or a beat, and, like, that's, like, one of those things I was talking about, but being authentic. Like, you can tell when somebody just heard something, and there was, like, a melody in their brain, or, like, they were just inspired by that, yeah. rather than forcing it. Like, it's, like, so when, I mean, you can't blame a guy when he releases a diss track. That's kind of the, the stance I maintain. It's, like, if you're going to release a Did diss you, song, uh... as if you just put, like, I thought with my diss rap, I thought I said, I, I said, all the little things I had to say, and I was so proud of it. Can I, can I be honest kiss. with you about the fucking diss track? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yours was the best one. 
And out you of know, like, you out know of, why? Out of what? What caliber are we? Out of everybody that came back with a response. Oh, thank you. Uh, there was three people. There was Elijah. There was you. And then there was Activist. Yeah, yeah, Activist yeah. dropped three tracks. Did he? And yours was still the best out of all of them. Why do you say now? Why do you say this? Okay, because you understood the most. Yeah. You did the same song I did. Yeah. You took my premise and yeah. turned it on myself. <laughs> yes, I did. And used the chorus in the most creative way. People probably think that I'm sitting there watching your shit like, fuck this guy. I'm sitting there like, dude, this is so funny. You got me. Like, this is flames. Like, all right, my turn, my turn. Like, like I genuinely think it's fun. Like, yeah. And it's not... Like, there are definitely people I don't fuck with, and I would drop, like, a vicious diss track, but, like, I, I feel like the thing, that, the meaner the thing you say, the better, too. Like, I wish yeah, people... It's got to like, cut, Like, have you seen though? a battle rap before? It's like, got to cut. Yeah, it's, gotta it's got be, to. And that's why people have, like, personals, and yeah. they do their homework, and I mean, like, bro, like, you guys act like you never watched King of the Dot before. Like, they're up there slaying each other, and then, like, it's, yeah. it's all for pub, bro. Well, like, and it's, like, the stuff that they're saying, like, it's all in the energy of hip-hop. Like, you can feel... You know that it's in jest. Just by this the, is the, what the we context. Want. Yeah. This is what we want. Yes, exactly. And people want it. Like you can tell people as the more popular artist, whatever you are, you can go, oh man, we don't do that. But you don't they'd be so much more entertained if you came out with a diss track. Oh my god, like yeah, you could say, Oh, I'm wasting my time. But just think about the interaction that creates within Dude, like the is, city. Like just people talking about, love. oh Flint rap. Like there's a diss going there's a diss battle going on in Flint rap. Like what if Jeff Sky and Figure the Kid had a fake beef. <laughs> no, I had people tell me thing, man. I had people tell me that our beef was fake and that we weren't <laughs> that we were actually in on it and this was our genius play. I was like, yeah. oh dude, this is all like legit. Like we did this But that's why I said it's a stroke of genius. Because yeah. like you were the first person to really come at somebody of note. Did in you my see opinion. The John Connor diss that, that one guy dropped? How that was before you, wasn't it? No, it was just oh, it was like, after. It was just like the other day. Now I'm not talking oh. about the I'm not talking about Thousand Bars. I can't remember dude's name right now, but I know Facebook was lit, uh, like Flint Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was lit on like burning this guy down. <laughs> was he uh, a Flint rapper? I think so, but like, dude, he like came at John Connor um, on some stuff and like, John Connor's one of my favorite rappers there is because dude raps in a way that is admirable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's like, man, you're making the most, like, normal, like, vanilla shit sound like it's the right thing to do. And like, it's, <laughs> it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is fucking cool. I agree with that. Yeah. And, um... So well, but, and I think there's too much of, like, just, like, people trying to pump things up so much. But, where, like, you just wrap it like it is. Yeah, but, know? like, dude fucking drop this diss and everybody's in the comments like oh yeah it's fucking garbage and he recorded it on a phone and all that and i'm like okay so he recorded off a phone like mm. with that in mind like don't blast the context like yeah. just listen yeah so i went and found it finally nobody wanted to post the link but everybody knew about it and had something to say about it probably nobody listened to it you know what i'm saying they watched for like five seconds i thought dude didn't even really diss dude that hard he approached some of the way that he's been moving lately and was okay. like man i used to respect you but i don't know what you're doing lately that was kind of like mm. a summary, summary of dude's bars against connor and i thought it was like the cadence was creative the delivery was there it was just like he didn't have a good setup to mix and master it uh, okay so like Instead of listening at all, people just took to ripping him apart on that and that alone yeah. and, and didn't listen to the context. And I'm like, 
they're like, oh yeah, fuck anybody who disses John Connor. He's a flint uh. rapper. Okay, but I can I can like John Connor, me, and not like the way you're moving right now. Doesn't mean I fuck right. with, don't fuck with your music. It's just like I don't understand some of that shit either. Like I said, you used to be with Dre in California, and now you're fucking around with the Beecher Boys, acting like they're gonna get you on. Like I don't get it. Well, just by you even saying all that made me think, like, yeah, John Connor has been hanging out in Flint quite a bit lately. I feel like he's trying to bring some of that Cali energy to these people, yeah. but I'm really not sure that they need or deserve it. Right, right, right. Well, and it's interesting, like, I, I don't know how much of it is Cam Howe pumping it up, but I have seen on Facebook, it's I almost like they have, like, a mentor good. relationship going on. Like, I hear dudes like, way better than I heard, like, who, expected. Who, who Somebody about? just told specifically? me Cam, Cam Howe, Cam yeah, Howe? that oh, he's very yeah. good, but yeah. I, I haven't listened to, like, any of his music. I think some of it is better than other. Like, he has some songs that I like more than other songs. Can I ask you, why did you originally listen to his music? Well, because I interviewed him. And honestly, okay. I that don't... That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Because, like, dude, like, I'll be... Keep it real. Like, I've tried interacting with dude. I've tried being, like, his friend on Facebook, commenting on his stuff yeah. and stuff. And it just doesn't seem like he's interested. So I'm not going to pay you time of day either. Mm, like, okay. But, like, I may be doing myself a disservice if you're any good. Like... He's a good artist. I mean, I don't know him super well. And I think he's, like... I just get this sense from all those guys in that kind of circle. It's kind of like it feels like it's like an inner, like maybe that's why you got that vibe. It feels like it's like an inner circle type thing where it's like they're if trying, you're not you're in not that in circle, it. you're not shit. You're, yeah, exactly. And I mean, like I know, like that's, I think that's so they couldn't be further from the truth, though. And I yeah. feel like I kind of proved that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I thought, I thought, like even by dissing somebody, you're like coming into the Flint rap scene in such a fashion, you know, like. It doesn't even have to be a crazy good song. It's just the amount of buzz it created is enough to, like, give you an accolade on, like, your belt for, like, oh, I came in and dissing somebody. You know what I'm I saying? I think it's funny, You could have done it a million ways. I think it's funny, too, that I never dropped dude's name in that song, and it was out for, like, two straight yeah. days before anyone put the pieces together. I didn't. I remember now. I did not know what people were talking about for a minute, and, and then you went listen. <laughs> you were curious. It got me because I was like, "Why is everybody talking about this dude? What does dude do?" I didn't know that was gonna happen. Like a lot of people give me the credit for like that. That was all planned, and I was clout chasing. But like yeah. I didn't fucking know. Like in my mind, dude was never gonna listen to it. Like, mm. or if he did, he was gonna respond or something, and that never happened either. Like, yeah. I mean, but it did create uh, the beginning of B. Haley's music career yeah. in, in the Flint rap scene, yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's interesting just, uh, it's interesting because I just feel like, you know, that, but about the inner circle thing, I get how that works. I get how you have a group of people and they just kind of get this, but like, it's almost like, it's you know. It's nepotism. It's hard to interact with those people. Like, it's hard to get, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, buy, like, a bunch of music videos from one of those guys that's kind of in that crew? You want to know then, what like, I think? Everybody's yeah. way too interested in their own music and yeah. no one else's. You know, that's funny, because that was one of the things you posted that on Facebook recently, and I, I wanted to bring like, that up in I this conversation. I felt like it was 100% true. Yeah, that's well, why I wanted, another know, reason I wanted you to why expand upon it. Like, what do you mean exactly when you say that, you know? So, why I started doing the live streams was yeah. not because I came up with the idea. I'm the first person to be like yo shout out next up shout out mmx vii or whatever uh 2017 for giving me this idea yeah. i always go and throw them support whenever they're doing their shit still like you know what i'm saying like because they put me onto this idea it's fucking awesome i my music has improved leagues just by attending their live streams and getting their feedback from right. like, my songs and as well as 
all the other people's feedback, seeing what everybody's doing wrong, seeing what they're doing right, seeing what sounds better to me, seeing what sounds better than them, and different people have different tastes. So I was like, fuck it, bro, I'm gonna bring some of this great energy to my people and tell them all about it and get them involved and, and help everybody improve but people don't want to sit there and listen to other people's music. They uh, just want to get theirs played and then bounce. Okay. And, and what I'm trying to say is that you're missing out on all this experience points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay? Because, like, you're, you think you're the <laughs> shit or you think you have no improving to do or, like, you only listen to yourself. Like, there's no inspiration to be gained. Like... Why I started doing rock, right? It's because my boy showed me the band Falling in Reverse. And I knew about, um, dude, I can't, I'm blanking on the fucking band Ronnie Radke was in before. But he was in the band. Uh, oh, man. I'm forgetting, too. I know he was in a band before that. Yeah, and they, he went to jail. Yeah, well, he, and, and he was doing, like, metal music. It was, like, not not, not yeah. like that. It was more metal, more, but, like, like I fucked with Falling in Reverse yeah. so hard. I was yeah. like, yo, dude, I'm going to start doing rock. Because that's what I used to do. We used to be in a band in school, and I used to play bass guitar, and then we didn't need a bass guitar. So mm -hmm. I fucking picked up the microphone. I actually was good uh. at singing. So, like... I feel like if you go and listen to my new track, Dark Side, like I said on um, SoundCloud, you'll, you'll really fuck with it if you like any kind of music like that. Okay. Especially following your verse. Um, but that's where I got that influence. And I'm like, all right, bet. There's not much more here that I want to fuck with. Like, I know I can do this. Let me go listen to somebody else who I really fuck with and see what I can glean from that. Yeah. It's kind of like take what you like, leave everything else. And then that's from everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, once I was interviewing, uh, I think it was Lil Twain. I can't. I, th I believe it was during an interview. And the man said to me, he said that if you are a rapper and you listen to, and I'm paraphrasing, but you listen to like some rap artist for the last like month, you're gonna sound like that rap artist. But if you're a rapper and you listen to Kurt Cobain for the last month, you're gonna sound like Kurt Cobain over 808s. Exactly. And I thought that was, like, one of the best pieces of advice. Like, it was phrased so well. <laughs> and it's really true. Like, if, it, if you're the in things that, that you listen to put you in this space, and they also just, I think they, you feed from, like, the things that... You feed from your inspiration. Yeah, and, and, and people, I think, are far too, like, uh, they're, they're too ne negative about that. They think that's a bad thing. Like, if you tell somebody, like, I, I've noticed it, it it's, a, it's it kind of a... Be. Well, it's an artist thing where they'll say... Like, don't compare me to other artists. Don't say you sound like, like, say, you don't, you sound like Tyler, the creator. You sound like... You know why that's good, though? People are like, don't compare me to another artist. Compare yourself to another artist. Yeah. Because you're going to need their audience. Well, that, and, and <laughs> I think that there's a reason people are comparing you. Because it's, it's like, they're seeing what's in that person, in you. Like, it's not a bad thing. It it's just human means nature to, like, Especially if to, you like that artist. Because yeah. it means you're, like, picking up off of something like that. People used to always compare me to Mike Posner just because I had that kind of like same singing voice. I've never like I've listened to a couple of Mike Posner songs, but I've never really gotten into his music. And if I listen to his songs, I see exactly what they're saying. But like, I feel like a lot of those things when it comes to music, it's intuitive. So like, who cares if somebody's comparing you to something? Just do what you're feeling in that moment. You know what I'm saying? There's people that can take that like a little too far though. Yeah. They don't have like the originality added in. Yeah, they're, they're just, like literally. They're like, yo, I'm gonna fucking copy Y and J or RMC <laughs> Mike exactly, and just do yeah. that, and like that's fine. And I don't know that there's nothing bad about that. It, it reminds just, me of people who are Elvis Presley in Las Vegas. Yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> tell me you have a very developed taste. Exactly. You know well, it's what I not. Mean? It's just not. 
to me, it doesn't hit me the same way. Like, I want to hear something that's like different than what I've heard. And just every time this artist releases a song, I don't even know what's going to come from them because they always like hit it a certain way. If they still exist, why do I want to listen to you? I'll just go listen to them. Exactly. It's like eating knockoff cereal. Yeah, like there's (laughs) no reason I can afford Lucky Charms. Exactly. Like, bro, I don't need to save that $2. Like, I'm fine. I'm going to eat the Lucky Charms. I just... There's nothing added there, but like, yeah. it's not the same thing to be like, okay, I like that guy, and I like the way he does this, but not this, so I'm going to take that, and then I also like this guy's cadence, so I'm going to try to implement a little bit of that, but yeah. some of this guy as well. And like, what I'm saying is that like, you like things, and you do things because you like them. Yeah. You, it's not, it's fucking 2020, so like, no new idea about music is about to be had, like, Scales are all set. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way anybody hasn't done this specific shit yet. So, like, just just make it as personal as you can, I guess, to you. Like, it's like, I like all this shit, so it's going to all be in my influence bank. Like... Everything is a remix. That's a, that's a, there's a little documentary about that, but it's the same idea. It's like you're taking from all these things and remixing it into your own version. That's like Disney, too. Like, all those tales that they're like, oh, the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Dude, they didn't even fucking write that shit. That stuff was written in the medieval. Like, like, <laughs> the, or back then. Like, chess was invented in 65 AD. Really? Chess yeah. was? Chess. The game? In wow, India. Wow, no way. India invented chess. Wasn't w- there? Isn't there Chinese chess? I wonder how That's that works. That's different. It's like they just call it that. Same probably. fucking game though. Yeah. Like, it's silly though. And they probably like, invented it like in a whole different. Like they just happened to invent a game that was like that was so much same. like the other. Or, game. or they saw theirs and was like, I'm gonna make my own because yeah. I like aspects about that. Yeah, they don't happen so, no more. So I'm gonna implement. <laughs> yeah. So like, where's all the new? Where's all the new chess? There's no right? chess move that you can do that hasn't been uh, done right. billions of times. You'll, you'll make one move and they'll be like, Oh, you're going for the Falconer response. I see. Well, there was that South Park episode where. Like the Simpsons did it, where like everything they did, the Simpsons already did, and in that way, even like the Simpsons had so many episodes, it's hard to even do things that they haven't done on the Simpsons before. But in that same <laughs> idea, people are comfortable with things they've already heard and know. That's yeah. why people compartmentalize. Oh, you sound like this person. You sound exactly. like that person. So they don't exactly. want to see anything new. New things are scary. Yeah, I don't yes, like yes. them unless everyone else says they do. Yeah. Just well, or like <laughs> you're just, you're just or you're just doing a thing that like reminds them of this other like it's like a subconscious thing like you just happen to like things and so those things that you like you like things that are like those things so you like these three artists and then you hear this one dude that sounds like a combination all three of them and you're it's like whoa lit. this sounds crazy it's good all. it's like it's but it's really just it's all a matter of that just like those influences feeding it like it's it's funny even if you listen to Kendrick Lamar and you're thinking about Lil Wayne you can hear how much Lil Wayne is in Inspired. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he admits to it, but like that kind of thing. There are like, people who don't admit to that, and you're doing a disservice to the people you say you exactly, like. Exactly, exactly, because you could not have Tip Kendrick Lamar without Lil Wayne. Tip like, it doesn't hat. exist the exact same way. It's like a certain combination of circumstances that created that artist. Exactly. Yeah, and like I've heard one other take on that. It was like when I was a kid, and it was Tyler Joseph from 21 Pilots, and he was saying that. He wouldn't want to say who his influences are because he wouldn't want people to listen to his music and then try to pick those things out. And I can understand that, but I almost think it's more fun that that's, way. That's going to happen either way. Yeah. Like, so I think like, it's more fun if you say, oh, I listen to these five dudes all the time when I was a kid. It's like, don't even fight it. Like, yeah. just just do what you like. Like, But um, the other thing is, like I said, people don't want to say that they like something even if they did if 10 of their friends didn't say they liked it first. Oh, right, right, right. 
Like I'm not like that. When they don't realize how much that that plays into things, I think. I, like I, people, it's a, it's a, like like I said, it was a subconscious thing, just like the other thing. Like it just kind of happens. It's that like way. peer it's pressure. Word of mouth. It's peer pressure in a way to where you don't want to look like you don't like the same stuff as your friends. Yeah. But like I don't give a fuck. Like me and my uh, boy. Tyler, right? T-Y-E, last shout out, Twisted T. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first time I ever saw Temptation was on XXL. Okay. And he did that, like, cut the music, I'm going to go acapella, and they'll put the spotlight yeah. on me and get down on the knee. And I just, it was like those, like you said, I hadn't seen this yet. No one's done this. Yeah. This is off the yeah. book. That's why I like that. And he was I like, think that he did that naturally, those times of things. Like, I, that's what was so, no matter what you thought about the guy, the way that he approached music or the way that he approached performance it was always like there's a reason that people talked about it he had a specific approach yeah. that was always so himself like when he did that that specific thing i already knew about him before that but i thought like i i saw people saying it was weird and all these things I thought it was genius. Like, it was dude, fucking that awesome. That is so genius That's to have exactly. them cut the beat in an XXL cipher and do a freaking like slam poem like out of nowhere. It was and so, it's just so. It's depressing and everybody just kind of stops and stands it was around. So <laughs> artistic. Like, bro. It was so artistic in a way you don't see anymore. Yeah. And I don't think my boy appreciated that. It wasn't like fake that. deep. It was like actually there's thought behind what yeah. he's doing. And and my boy Tyler was like, no, I don't fuck with this. And yeah. like, I just don't think he likes XXX to this day. He don't listen to that kind of music really. Yeah. So like he was like, no. I'll this is fucking stupid. I don't like this at all. And like, if I was most people, I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. But yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That was one of the coldest things I've ever seen on yeah. here. And I'm going to look more into this guy because I fuck with it. Right. I think one thing that he did, like, through his, even like the way that he would, because his last album was so different than the album before that, like the way he would. Huge inspiration it's just a me. Small, small, like short amount of time. He like released music that sounded so much different than what he started making on SoundCloud. Like it That's just changed. How in those, I am. Yeah, like, it blew I, my mind. I'll I'll go from making like like I said. I, I wish I wish you'd listen to Fortune Awaits. Oh, I, I must. It's not. gonna I turn. Must. It's gonna yeah. turn you on your head. You're like, this doesn't sound like the same guy. <laughs> like, this is the same guy who did the diss tracks. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, like I mean, like. You see, like, uh, his sad album versus, like, all the ragey shit dude yeah. does. I love that. That's, Me too. That's, yeah. like, shows the duality of people's personalities and that they don't always have to be the same The only other person that really comes way. to mind that way is Tyler, the creator, like, where he's, like, went through the similar kind of, like, it started so much harsher and so much heavier and then it just kind of, like, became more technical and more musical along the way. Except like, Tyler said way more time. It was like he was always good at music and, like, he got better, obviously. Yeah. But, like... They just thought that shit was cool. Yeah. And to like to everybody else, they're like, "What? This is the most wild shit we've ever heard." And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, but we're just saying stuff that you haven't heard yet. We're saying shit that's ridiculous now. Like, if I say I I pulled up and carjacked somebody, well, we've been saying we've been carjacking people yeah. for fucking decades. If I say I'm gonna come up and piss on your grandma, like <laughs> that's fucking wild. You see what I'm saying? That's gonna get my attention. Versus that's why classic Slim Shady, nothing compares. Like new exactly. Eminem will never compare because he would say those things. Dude. Now he just doesn't say it sure. no more. Uh, but I, I think that, like, uh, it's like the, it's, it's the duality. It's also the ingenuity. Why, why does Eminem those... do that? Like, we already know dude is technically proficient. Stop yeah. trying to show us how technically <laughs> you can get and just rap good. I think, like, it's, it's, it's almost like, I don't know. He's so dated. I don't want to say it because, like, I don't want to, like, imply I love that, Eminem, like, drug use is, like, is something I would, I would say someone should do. 
But I think that it could be the case that when Eminem got sober, just throughout that transition, his style has just became more of like a sober dude. Like yeah, that's yeah. kind of where you can kind of pinpoint <laughs> like the difference in Eminem. But it's like and I don't know if that's it. that's like my fan theory. Yeah, <laughs> like what I, I, think. I actually feel that. But it's like he like still tries to like dip into that cookie jar and yeah. he's just not the same guy anymore exactly you, it's you like we all know you're like a 45 year old dad now bro yeah like, just, just do that be that that's yeah. cool as, <laughs> exactly. that's fucking cool like start rapping about how fucking crazy the music industry is because you have a different perspective about everybody else and stop trying to convince me that you and Jack Harlow are buddies like, exactly and also do the thing that <laughs> old Eminem would do and just straight up talk shit about people you want to talk shit about like don't because hold back this is rap I think the point at which it hurt me like Eminem's transition really just hurt me is when he apologized to Tyler the Creator because he said he called him I, I don't want to say the word for sake of saying the word on record but the F-A-G-G-O-T word he called him that so <laughs> and, and then Eminem had to go back and talk that back because he can't say that about Tyler the Creator on record even though when he said it the, the implied meaning is that Tyler the Creator called himself that and because he did in, in his earlier tapes he called himself like Tyler Crater said that he's a faggot in those songs, he said something about it, and he's gay. But like, so, all right, I mean, but like, he wasn't when, talking. When's the last time you said that to somebody? Like, I, I'm talking like Xbox, Call yeah. of Duty, lobbies, or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Still here every, every when's the last time you said it and you actually mean that they're in love with men and like that's, all this stuff? Like, okay. if I called you yeah. homosexual, yes. that's an attack. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like a casual word people just throw out to talk about you're stupid or you're dumb or. I, I agree. don't like you. Like, I think that I agree with what you're saying. I think the intent is the most important part whenever anybody is speaking about anything. And you can't imply the intent for the person. Like, you can't assume that's what they meant. You can too, only too know what they meant on. by what them telling you what they meant meant. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And I think that it's obvious when someone says that word. Generally speaking, most of the time, they're usually speaking in jest to a friend. And it's like, you know, we're at such a point in, in time now where... There's plenty of words like that where you just start throwing words around and now all of a sudden you're a hateful like, dude, guy. Dude, I feel like I would be, like, even if I was gay, I'm not. I yeah. am a lady. But uh, even if I was, I feel like I'd be more upset if someone called me, like, an egregious terrorist than, yeah. like, a gay person. Isn't that what yeah. you are? Like, I understand right. you're trying to slander someone, but, like, it just doesn't feel like the energy's there, like you're saying. I agree. And I think also it's like, you know... If we're gonna walk around and like worry about who's saying things, everybody the wrong way, gets we're very get, politically correct every four years. Like. I just find that <laughs> right, right, right. There's no way you can pinpoint it. It's, but I, I really do think that it's like if we're gonna stop and we're gonna like always like micromanage like the way that you phrase things. I think that just makes conversations like it stalls conversations is all it really does. You it know makes what us I stop say? and talk about oh you shouldn't have said that. When it's like we're not even talking about what they meant by what they said or what they were trying to get across. It's we're just we're just worried about the word that they used yeah. to get it across. I can understand the argument against it because you could say, "Oh, well, why are you assuming that like why like why would you call someone stupid, a retard? Are you saying that like there's something wrong with those people if they do have mental conditions?" It's like no, generally someone's just throwing a word out there that's not politically correct, and that's usually yeah, you're just. Pinpointing it to yeah. like, like they're not actually. They, they would be totally nice to anybody who all, has a mental condition. Any gay guy. All they're trying to say is gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And it's and, it's, and change and like the I said, subject. It's more of a waste of time than anything because it's like unless they were specifically saying it in a way that's like meant to like, hurt the other all person. All right, so like I'll be honest, like. 
I'm mixed. My dad is black. Yeah. Not everybody is. I look white, so yeah. like I might as well act fucking white because everybody's gonna assume that anyway. Yeah. But like, I don't say the N word. Like, yeah. I don't feel it necessary. Why would you want to? I can understand why you would if you grew up around a bunch of kids who also said it and it wasn't socially incorrect but to like, do it right, as a kid. Like, my like that's mom, the only reason mom, I would think that somebody I, would do it. I heard it. this from someone else, so yeah. I don't want to like take credit from this. This is the same sort of thing. He looks more, way more black than I do. Yeah. But it's this uh, UK rapper, and they had him on for like a talk, kind of like this. Yeah. And they were like, you know, my, my mom is white. Same thing with me. Right. She would never be like, yo, look at my N-word son. Isn't he so cool? Yeah. Like, that doesn't play, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I've always found it to be socially just the wrong take. Like, I, I wouldn't so use the word, but I also think it's, like, almost a similar case where it's, like, okay, unless, like, somebody's, like, it super depends. influential. Like, if we're just all chilling and then some dude, like, it depends, like, how somebody takes it, but also just, like, man, like, I just don't know how much of that becomes like, okay, now we're just stalling and just talking about like the like, way somebody said it, it is that's probably like one of those few words where it's like, yeah, that's a tough that's that one's hard to I think like 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 calling somebody a faggot, calling somebody a retard, they're not good things to do. It's not the, I, usually still not what Again, you should say. If we're in twenty twenty. If you've never been in a call of duty lobby, just say <laughs> just say so. Like because I grew up here in those kinds of things. And it's just like, that's just how some people talk to each other. They just use words. Just because they know it's offensive, they just like to use the offensive words. Oh, like, man. some people are just that way. And you just have to, like... Like, I'm in a Discord, and all these guys are probably, like, the best friends I've ever met in my life. Like, yeah. Not for me, but they're all bo bros, you yeah. know? I'm only in their Discord because they all jump in my lives. Yeah. But they've been in their Discord for ages, and it's just them. And they're yeah. all homies and shit, and they all talk to each other, calling each other they're the biggest... <laughs> Fags, jits, this, that, and they're all like, yeah, they're like creating care. new, like, like they're new just insults. being rude because it's funny to them. And exactly, like, but like if that's someone... where like troll culture comes from. Exactly, like, and yes. it, I feel like there's like a line you can cross where it's like less humorous, and then other people just don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> I, I've like realized that like I, I think the philosophy around troll culture really has like grown so much because like. Dad. In the face of all of, like, the idea of, like, things being politically correct, I think troll culture is the only way you can truly counteract it and mm -hmm. have it be, like, fun. Satire, it's like, we're just, we're just like, making fun of it at that point. Satire. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, there's only so much that you can do before you just got to, like, I think, I think humor is the only way you can, like, for one, you can get truth across in yeah, a way yeah. that's, that's like, it'll hit somebody in a way that they understand. Like, they, you might not be able to talk everybody into things, but if you just make them laugh at how stupid something is, then they can kind of see the, the, the irony and the humor in just the way people think. I think, like, comedians, that is what they're so good at, is just looking at the world in such a Objectifying way. Objectifying it yeah. in the lens that makes it humorous. Like, because, uh, it, dude, it is funny. Like, if you don't laugh at it, you're going to go crazy if you're that type of person that looks at all That's what I'm saying, that. bro. Like, that's why I'm fucking, like, that's why I loved your diss track, because I can laugh at myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can be like, you're so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was funny as shit. And that's, like, I think that that type of humility is very, very important in hip-hop, in everything, really. It's like, we have to be able to just laugh. In, in, in thinking, just in general, like, if I'm talking to you, and you feel a certain way about something, and I feel a certain way about something, it's like when you commented on uh, somebody's, I forget whose Facebook it was, the other, I think it was Vega, I think it was Flint Rapper, Vega. But uh, there was that little conversation you guys had where you're, like, I basically agree with you, with you saying, like, because I think people get that same, I think there's, like, Flat Earth is a great, like, uh, litmus test 
for this, where if you talk to somebody and you bring up Flat Earth, and then they say about Flat Earth, like, oh, no, man, that's crazy. I would it never shows even... shows how open-minded they are. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Because like, if you're able to even just entertain the possibility of something like of that stature, then it's like a good litmus test of how open-minded you are. You know what I'm saying? Because well, some people just saying, don't even want to talk about it. Other people are yeah. like, okay, that's said, funny. I guess said we could something. talk about he it. He said, how do you think in actuality but speak in like um you speak objectively uh, speaking hypothetically yeah, in yeah, theories, yeah. speaking yeah. theories is yeah. what he said and i go it's called being open-minded i, I think that, about yeah. what i actually know and we speak about what we don't yeah that's that's easy to do like i said i'm very self-conscious person if somebody's like haha you look stupid i'm like yo what? do i look dumb to <laughs> like i'm not like I'm not like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like, I, I really get self-conscious about stuff. Like, so I'm very, like, put myself under the scope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, when people say shit like, oh, bro, you can't rap at all or your lyrics are trash, I go back and look and I'm like, no, I gotta, like, talk myself out of what they said. I'm the same way. I, like, overthink what I, I'll say I'm not, but I really, I am. Like, I, I, I am worried mm -hmm. about what they said. And I'm like, oh, damn. Are they it's right? For all the wrong reasons. Yeah, that's all that matters. If they're right. Yeah, are they right? Because then I have to like go and and I'll I'll tell myself even I'll lie to myself and be like I don't care about what they said but like deep down in my brain I'm like every well, time do. I hear the song again I'm like oh but wait like you do you do care about what they said because you wonder it's not that you care about what they said yeah. you wonder if there's any truth to what I'm they the, said and I'm other people think that without saying it. exactly yes well and I was gonna say the reason I even ever learned that about myself because it's I think it's in everybody but it's why I can't watch movie reviews because I found that. Every time I'd go and watch a movie review, I disagree with them probably. Well, no, no, no. I would just like say somebody didn't like the movie. Well, now that I heard them say they didn't like the movie, You're I'm gonna, gonna be thinking the whole time, that. why did they not like this movie? Is it not good? Like I'm gonna be judging it in a way that, that even, you like, wouldn't have done that exactly. if you had just watched it first. Same thing with trailers, but especially movie reviews. Like I just try to avoid everything I can, and I think that that's like. Because we create these ideas in our heads based on what other people do. And we don't even realize how, um, what's the word? Like, it's like, almost like, you know, I, I forget in the word, the, there's a word for it. But it's like, it's like your brain is Play-Doh. And every little thing you do just kind of molds it a certain way, you know? Like, every single thing does that. And I think people don't, it's, it's such a thing that's like, it's always happening, but you don't realize it. So yeah. I know this, and I have to avoid these things to stay away from it. Like, I don't want to know what somebody thought about this until I've experienced until it. Until you formed your own opinion. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was trying to say about Dude's diss track. Yeah. People, people just saw what other people thought. Right. And immediately cast the same. I don't think anybody I think social media in general just like is such a disservice to that particular thing. I think people, it's like the same way that people will read a headline and not click an article. Like they want to get the smallest version of something as quick as possible because that's what social media is, is to scrolling, getting something quick. It's like a quick dopamine rush every time you're on it. So you always want the, the easiest thing. That's why... That's why 60 seconds makes sense, because it's just a quick, rapid-fire interview thing rather than me hitting you with a 10-minute interview. You know what I'm saying? People just automatically go, whoa, what is this? You want to just do something quick. It's, it's like the idea in advertising. That's why, like, the only place where long-form content ever even works anymore is YouTube. And, like, now TikTok does three minutes. Everywhere else, it's so short, and it's always like that. And I think that people, like, it's just the way that they think. Like, they want to get somebody's version of something, and they don't want to look into it themselves. They don't want to do the thought themselves. And I think it's, it's, it's a long-term effect of social media. Like, you just can't have social media without having people who just kind of, like, look to social media for, like, 
the answers to things. That's another thing that I got from those live videos is you don't just have to sit there and listen to their feedback. They ask you to give your own feedback to yeah. the artist because you're there in the chat. Yeah. So like giving people feedback both on my own lives and in other people's in the chat has helped me appreciate other people's work so much more to the level to where I'm actually listening to everything you're doing yeah. artistically. For I'm listening for how you're using your voice. I'm listening for the words you said, the way you said the words. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, when I find that, like, by doing things, like, because you're kind of similar to me in the sense, too, that you, my you, well, yeah, and you started with art, and then you moved to video, and then you started music. Like, that was kind of, like, the last thing you actually dove into. Yeah. For me, it's like, I've learned that every single different thing, because I like to do my own videos, I, like, got a camera originally for photography. They all help each other. They all help each other, exactly. Like, you learn from even making, like, a video, you learn, like, okay... So now I know all these things. So if I ever had someone film a video for me, I know what to tell them to do. Yeah, you like, know what, where that stands out the most? Yeah. People that don't record for themselves. Exactly. They show up getting ready to use the mic. Yeah. But if you have the experience of recording yourself and going through all that stuff, you're like, okay, I know from experience what I'm about to try to do and how to put it together so that it sounds like I want. Right, 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 right. Or like, one thing I've really learned is like mixing and mastering because I, from day one, I always try to mix and master my own stuff. Yeah. So like, if I heard a mix of my music that I didn't like, now I could probably pinpoint the things what I don't like about it. What you think you did wrong. Yeah, but yeah. if I was just a rapper that just wrote his music and never, ever, ever went and like mixed it, Tried to mix, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't know. You wouldn't listen for the impression. Your yeah. ears increase in level just yeah. on their own. Yeah. Like, my ears are like level 50 now. <laughs> <laughs> and you learn, there are, uh, one thing I've learned too, and I'm, I, I like am thankful for this, is I just know I've always had like a good ear. And I, that's just something that some people don't have. Like when, it, when that's why you know There's when. There's no accounting for taste. No, there's not. And so, like, when there's a good mixing engineer, you have to appreciate that because dude, like, knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, a matter of knowing how to use plugins. It's a matter of knowing what works in a song. Like, here, ask, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Put this man on because he's got, <laughs> a lot, he's got a lot to say about this, actually, because his new producer uh, would be doing all types of stuff. For him. All right, let's get, let's get, uh, the Tendo uh, cameo up on hey, here. Tendo. Hey, Tendo. <clears throat> Tendo, you tell me a little bit about uh, music production. What you know about music production? Currently, I'm still learning quite a bit about it. Um, I just got into like a studio, studio recording yeah. and everything. It's in downtown Flint. Um, really, I just know like about different ways how to use auto-tune and everything. Because I've really, when I first started making music, that's really what I was into. I make more like melodic, yeah, melodic rap. And you mean like, um, kind of like, uh, like not like R and B, but you're talking like just like a bunch of auto tune on an 808 type mm -hmm. beat type thing. Yeah. yeah. Now I've gotten like to the point where I, I could say it's safe to say that I have my own sound now. As of before, it would just be like a hundred percent auto tune. Yeah. Now I'd say it's probably like twenty or thirty, and okay. now it's just like. Me learning like different ways how to sing and everything. I used to really sing out of my chest. Yeah. And this producer I have now, he, B used to even, like, try to teach me how to like sing out of my stomach instead. Yeah. Bring it all out. And that's something that like I, because I've never been like formally taught or taught or anything, mm -hmm. but I do like know that like singing from your chest, like it's it's like, it's like a more resonant thing. Like it's yeah. it's. 
I've always known how to use my voice, but I never knew how to do that. Like I, I and I can still like kind of do it, but it's like almost like the way you breathe even has to be different. Like exactly. You kind of have to pull it in exactly. in a different way. Yeah. You can't it's just push it out. You have to like make sure to pull it into your chest. Mm -hmm. And so like, but things like that are very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the performance is um, more important even than the mix a lot of the time. Exactly. And like with auto-tune, really people discredit that too. Like with auto-tune, if you don't hit it the right way, yep. even the auto-tune won't play the same yep. way. It'll sound like more yeah. rocky. It won't be a nice, smooth, wavy. Exactly. Like yeah. T-Pain is mm -hmm. one of the best, like the Pioneer's auto-tune because tier. he's a crazy good singer. Top like that's tier, the man. only reason. Yeah. He's so good at like pitch control that he was able to like ride auto-tune in the perfect way. Mm -hmm. Like I think that, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's something that that I think recording and mixing would totally help so much because you wouldn't even know the difference. And I think too, it's like when you're in a booth and you're recording with somebody, you don't have, like were you recording and mixing all of it for yourself? Like, no, Were you no, working I'm, with somebody? Yeah, I had okay. um, the, the guy who's producing for me, he actually worked with Dr. Dre for a little bit. No he way. said he's been producing for about 15 years now. Okay. And I've got him um, recording my album that's gonna be coming out next month. And then doing that with him, uh, was that like your first time in a booth at all? Yeah, that was my very oh, okay. first time. So it was like, dude could tell that I was like starstruck because like, yeah. I live for shit like this, man. <laughs> and like even just walking in there, he was like, this is your first time in here, and I'll go, I've never done this before. Yeah. So he's just walking me through everything. And nice. Like, I just try Do to Do you know his sponge. name? Do you know who the guy is? Um, I can never remember dude's name, but I've got like, I've got his information and stuff. Okay. I can find it real quick. But I, yeah, I imagine, uh, I, man, the first time I ever recorded with somebody was a lot different than recording by myself. Oh, yeah. Recording by yourself, I mean, you, you want a producer that's going to make you feel comfortable and all that. It's good that he was doing that because really it's like, especially if you've never recorded anything, you mm -hmm. don't even really know what the rules are like, exactly, when you walk man. in there. Yeah. And, you, and also, like, when you're recording, you have to be... It's like the same thing with interviewing somebody. You have to make them comfortable so mm -hmm. that way they'll give you the best thing back. It's, that's what dude would even try to tell me. He yeah. would have me like do um, warm-ups and stuff, like yeah. trying to just freestyle over the beat that I'd choose or whatever, just so I could warm up and be more comfortable behind the mic and everything. Yeah, because like... That's probably like the best like advice right. dude had ever given me is just like warm up before i'll just try to get right into yeah, it yeah and you that's like it's hard to actually do every time though to yeah, be honest like exactly man. like you tell yourself you should do it but like you still don't do i it. know i know yeah you're just so eager to get in there but it's like but like warm-ups like like it was especially with singing like just doing yeah. anything with your voice because mm -hmm. i mean like I like to think that that one take is always it. That's how I like yep. to do it. That's how I like to think about it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, sometimes you just like, you can do better than what exactly, you thought you man. could do. And exactly. just by putting like that extra effort in. And I think practice does make perfect. It really yeah, does. Yeah, people don't even realize. It really does. And like, you could like, um, like if you're going to go do a live performance, like just freestyle for like 10 minutes. Oh, it makes yeah, it so much easier to go up exactly. there than it does like if you just didn't rap it all all day. Or you like practice earlier in the day, like just random stuff like that. Like if you don't put yourself in like the mode oh, yeah, of doing yep, it. Yeah, yep. it's like a mindset thing. It's a whole different mindset. That's yeah. what B used to always tell me. Rapping, yep. rapping. And like freestyling is like two different mindsets. Oh, one hundred percent. I, I, I call them that. a whole different thing. I don't even yeah. think they're the same it's thing. It's not, man. Yeah. It's not. I used to think it was the same thing too. I'm like, all right, if we're freestyling, let me warm up differently. Because <laughs> I, I like, I look at freestyling like 
like a written, I can do, it's almost like a freestyle that I can edit. Like I'm mm-hmm. picking these things out and I can put them in there. Whereas like a freestyle, the whole thing is like, you can't stop. That's the idea. So like it's about keeping that flow going. The whole concept of a freestyle and a rap are different to me. It amazes me every time I hear somebody who like freestyles everything they record. Like I just found out that Lil Wayne freestyles yeah, almost never, everything. Never writes anything down, Dude, man. That makes him probably the best rapper yeah. I can think of. He's the, he's the goat. He's the goat. <laughs> if he doesn't write any of that, that just that is That's beyond. Insane. Can make triple, double, triple entendres yeah. off the top. And Come it, on. I feel like the the, on, the, the 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 meccas of like hip hop are yeah. like it's gotta be him. Eminem's like that in the oh, sense Eminem's that Eminem doesn't. He writes like if you ever see a rap Eminem wrote, it's always like chicken scratch. Yeah. Like like he doesn't <laughs> write it straight. And it's like you must have to think in some crazy abstract way to even approach a song like that and yeah. have it come across like you did it. You know, exactly, like you'd have man. to be so genius. That you just like that's the only way you can even do it, and like I feel like everybody's got their own method, but like you can just tell when somebody's onto something different when their approach is so specific like that. Oh yeah. Like bro, like how could you freestyle everything? How could you like write it out in a way where nobody could understand it, but you were like it's code? You know, like that's for me, I gotta write it in sentences. I gotta see the words. <laughs> I don't know how you could be for any real, different man. way. For real. <laughs> Unless I'm freestyling, in which case I'll just like go off the top of my brain, but like. Every song, I could oh, never. Man. And like even the people who freestyle, I don't think they're doing. I think they're doing the Lil Wayne method it's in the like, sense that where they cut in every four bars. Yep. yep. But like, bruh. There's like, bro. When I used to, I look up to Juice. Like, yeah. That was like my idol, right? Yeah. When I used to like go on YouTube and see like how he would record, I'm like. Bro, he did all this in like maybe three takes total. Melodies off top. Melodies yeah, off top. Yeah, I bet. I remember the first time I tried to like make a song off a freestyle and not write a single thing. Because I, I do the same thing. I write all day. I've got yeah. hundreds of songs in here. Yeah. Hundreds. And like trying to freestyle and comparing it to like having like all the stuff already there right in front of you and everything. I'm just like, yeah, that ain't for me, bro. Like they're just some different breeds doing all that <laughs> that's crazy even even when i i'd see b recording uh his album fortune ways yeah i'd be up like listening and do do this and i'm like he doesn't even have a single thing written down this man just going take by take off the top I'm oh like, you bro, really how? i'm just like how how bro yeah. i gotta like have word for word down i'm like bro what yeah, i can't not do it like unless i'm trying to, me, to freestyle that's so, crazy exactly yeah and like and if you do it well that's a whole other thing than rapping oh, in my yeah. opinion because oh, like yeah. that's I, a talent yeah it's that's a talent. definitely a talent of its own like exactly. it's not even like writing raps it's like you yeah, have yeah. your brain has to I heard uh, Mark when it was because uh, you know Mark Rebelay. Oh yeah, and then yeah. Uh, there's uh, the other Harry Mack. Are you familiar Harry with him? Mack, I've heard of him Harry a couple Mack. times. Harry Mack is also he's he's like he's uh, specifically with freestyling. He's been yeah. doing it for like he's been around for like a decade. I'd say now in the public, I don't know how long he's been freestyling for. Probably like his whole life. But dude still is getting better, and it's crazy just seeing them evolve. But Harry Mack was on a thing, Mark Rebelade does something similar, where he does freestyle, like, tunes, basically. He'll mm-hmm. make the whole song right there. So he was on freestyling with Mark Rebelade, and they had this conversation where, like, I think, I can't remember if it was Mark or Harry that said it, but I think it was Mark, and he was saying, like, by freestyling, you get into this mode of, like, life, where, like, you're just moving forward, and you have to keep going. And it puts, it's like the only time of day where your brain is all the way on like yeah. that. 
if you're freestyling like that, and it like trains you to do it you're in a like certain a, way. You're like a step ahead. Yeah. Like constantly. And you have to be ahead. specifically when you're doing it. So mm -hmm. like it teaches your brain how to stay a step ahead. Yeah, for you real. You have to do it, or else you'll you'll the fuck up, and you'll just say you'll start mm -hmm. fumbling on your words. You'll, like doodle, like CB, when we'll be like freestyling together, I'll get like a good roll going, and the second I realize I'm doing good. Every time I fuck yeah, up. you like I'm think like, about bro, what you're why? doing. Why do it's I gotta the be overthinking? You think about it. Yeah, I swear, I swear, <laughs> that's how it is. Read any lines? Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's well, it's like it. a flow state thing. Like I, I'm trying to learn from the great Harry Mack. Cause mm -hmm. I, dude, dude is so good at freestyling. He, he posted a video where he like was doing. It was like a training video. And the way he described it is like the way that he approaches a freestyle is if someone gives him three words. What he's doing is he's thinking of all the words that are related to those words. And while he's doing that, he's also coming up with, like, lines. So it's like, when you're doing a freestyle, like, give me a word. Like, just give me any word. Seconds. Seconds. Okay. So the word is seconds. So you could, like, say uh, seconds, food, um, uh, twice, uh, time, minutes. Like, you can use all these mm -hmm. words that are related to it. But you're coming up with those words, you're also freestyling. So yeah, you say, and you're trying like, to throw those in. Yo, there. every time I spit, you know I do perfection. Everybody gonna see it. You ain't getting seconds. Check it out. Every time I spit, you know I'm in it. Never ever quitting. Yo, see the flow for a minute. Like you're just, yeah. but you have to do that while you're coming up with melodies. Yeah, bro. While you're like, and I, that method perplexes me because it's genius. But also the amount of stuff that you're doing in your brain as you're doing it is just so much. Whereas like. A lot of time I'm freestyling, I'm literally just, I don't know what the next word's going to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know how a dude does that. That's like, but I feel like if you could get to that point, your, your freestyles become so much more together because, like, everything is a setup. Like, that's the, it has so much structure to it because every single line, you're setting up that last part where it's going to punch. And so it's like, there's such a rhythm to it. Whereas if I'm just going in like, hey yo, hey yo, yo, I'm sitting on a chair, see me right there, yo, it ain't fair, yo. <laughs> Real, like, you don't know the amount of people that like have, like I've met a lot of new artists lately. Yeah. And the amount of people who say they freestyle and they do stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. I'll be straight up with them, I'll be like, bro, like I'm not that good at freestyling, but like, again, I'll be like thinking to myself like, bro, I suck and I'm still better than you, like. Well, it's hard. <laughs> it, it is, like, difficult, so I can see why people wouldn't be good at it. Yeah, no, but, I like, completely get it. Why? Yeah, there's an art to it, Bro. and some people don't even, like, like, I'll fall into it as I'm freestyling, but I always try to, like, catch back up to, like, at least something. Like, there's got to be, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, substance within mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, if I'm just saying the yeah. same exact thing that anybody else could say. Exactly. There's like, got to be meaning behind it. Yeah, or even, like, the rhythm. If I'm just having interesting, like flow when yeah. I'm doing it and a different cadence that can make up for everything I'm saying like as long That's as it has real. a sound to it for real and like doing the, both those things at once you're like, like oh, I, I know real, some man. people who can just freestyle like nothing and it's like dude if you didn't tell me you were freestyling I would have never even known yeah like, you would have thought they were rapping like a whole song yeah <laughs> And they just have that. Like, that's just something Real, they can man. do. Like, I, 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 I think I'm not a good freestyler, but I know that I'm at least, like, steps above some people. Exactly, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like... And my brain works a certain way. Like, I can take real. advantage of that. That's something that I think freestyling is like snowflakes, dude. Like, mm -hmm. no, nobody freestyles the exact same way as somebody Real, else. I swear. Yeah. Like, it's just everything you say is like a choice, and it's all coming from that moment. So you can't do it the same any time. Like it's, it's, it's such a specific thing. That's what I was saying about, like, when you said Harry Mack, like, even the way that you were kind of giving an example with how you freestyled, yeah. that's such a Harry Mack 
thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were to freestyle, be very, it'd be more like the second way you did it, but there'd be substance to it. For exactly. Like, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I would do it the second way where I'm just going, I don't know the next word I'm going to say. I'm just going off the flow and then I like feel some type of way and I move that direction. Whereas like somebody like him is so, so, you're right. It's like his own method. Like nobody else even did it like that before dudes started doing it that way. (laughs) It's so impressive how he'll like, uh, he's observant at the same time that he's rapping he'll be he'll like pick out people in the crowd and be like and the girl in the blue shirt with the hula hoop skirt like yeah and it's all real shit that they're actually wearing or doing or looking like yeah he'll put it in the middle of the line i think to some extent to me that's sort of corny but like in a weird way like you know what i'm saying it's still very impressive but like it just doesn't it doesn't have as much edge it's kind of blunt right. in terms of like hip-hop yeah i feel that I think, though, at the same time, it's like you can't... It's very unique. Yeah, it's unique, and and it's like the level of talent that he displays while he's doing it makes up for the corniness, almost. Because, like, it is a corny thing. If I walk up to you and I say, the premise is, hey, can I freestyle to you for a couple minutes? Yeah, it's corny already. (laughs) You can't not be corny while you're doing that. Oh, man. But, like, it's. I feel like, you know... Like, my rap name is Ruse, and I think that one of the inspirations with that was, like, I always thought, you wouldn't talk to, if you talked to me before you knew I was a rapper, you probably wouldn't guess the type of music I would make or what my music would sound like. Like, all that stuff comes from, like, I feel like a place where you wouldn't even expect it, and, like, people always would, like, I'd show them songs as growing up, and they'd always be like, whoa, that's you, I don't even believe that's you, and it's like, you don't have... It's, it's like everything is kind of like a matter of image and like nobody knows what to expect when you come up to them and it's like that's the, the, the ruse is that you don't like he's, you're playing on that you're playing on people's expectations and so somebody like Harry Mack is playing on the expectations of he goes up to you, you and you're expecting yeah. oh this guy's just going to be a trash freestyle rapper he's this is going to be the funniest talking, thing yeah. and then he spits the dopest bars you've Real ever sick. heard Real and sick. you're like you know he made that up because you gave him the words <laughs> Nothing's all, no, nothing's written down. <laughs> exactly, and somebody like that, you can't take that away from them. Like it's like, it's such That's a specific a thing. Now. Yeah, I'll challenge your thinking here for Harry Mack, though. You're impressed with his freestyling. But yeah. Do you have you ever heard him write a song? That I, I've I've heard a couple of his writings, and I they didn't like super stick out to me, but I also didn't check out a bunch of them. So, but I think that that's like, as an interesting take too, it's like kind of like that, the rap thing is his gimmick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not really artistic enough for me to like, want to know more about For real. Mm. I feel like the thing with him that I, I feel like he's almost so good at freestyling that even if he did writings, it, it wouldn't hit the same. It wouldn't hit the same way. And it's like, um. There was a Flint rapper who popped off from doing those bench remixes. He would do them on his porch, and he would do those remixes. I'm forgetting his name. Josh McKay. And he released a tape, and like people, you'd get millions of views on those videos, but then on his tape, you'd get like his music videos right. that aren't those. You'd, you'd get not as much. And that's... Like, I feel like... Because when I was looking at him for a minute, I would think, like, dude, why are you still doing these porch videos if you can do way better content and it'll be more your thing? But that's why he keeps doing it because that's they why, pop off every single time. Y and J. Yeah. See, if you ever listen to Y and J, like I don't think Y and J's music sounds great. I get how we can all dance to it. Hold on. <laughs> Mostly we're just listening to beat, and then every once in a while somebody throws out a catchy line that we all know. Yeah. So it's like okay, but if you go and listen to dude's old music, he's talented. 
Oh he yeah, he can rap, 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 rap. Like, he can spit. He can spit real raps, but because he got on with this, people want this. They yeah, don't want yeah. anything besides this. Like, yeah, it's almost this like is what people want to see, and yeah. that's why he's making this content. It's yeah. like he's he's scared to try something new because like he got put on doing something else. You feel me? I feel like there's a point to where it's like you have garnered enough clout at this point to where you can be very serious now. Mm-hmm. And and and. There's an artist that's like that. They get out on some bullshit and then they fucking start being real and it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I know exactly what you mean. I can't think of any names off the top, but I know exactly what you hard mean. Hard on the spot. They get on being like, like um uh, like a meme rapper or something, then all of a sudden they want to do something deep and everyone just clowns them for it. Yeah, I mean I feel like the part that's like that sucks about it is it's almost like it's like human nature. To, it's like what I was saying before, people want the simplest version of something. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, they want the simplest pers- version of that person. Like, they want whatever the gimmick is, that's what that guy is. I feel like you have to be somebody like X, where, like, you look at X and he kept changing what he was on people. Like, that's what you do. You just take whatever they think you are and then just do the other thing and then throw them off guard. Like, you, you have to go against the rules because if you just keep doing the same thing you box yourself in mm-hmm. you see how like with X all that stuff was him yeah he was a raging violent guy sometimes yeah he also was depressed a lot like the reality is what anchored it to him yeah it's people that try to do all that stuff and that's not them I agree for real, you know man. what I'm saying I mean, I feel like somebody like him, like it's it's like what we were saying before, like about great artists. Like you just have to have such a depth to you, even to be capable of doing something like that. You have to have that like amount of. Um, I think that's why so many artists that are such great artists just tend to be tortured souls because you always tend to have so much duality within yourself. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like you, that's why even comedians. Like, I, I learned this lesson at a young age with Robin Williams, uh, because, like, when Robin yeah. Williams committed suicide as a kid, Nobody I thought... Nobody expected yeah, that. Yeah, and it's hard to make sense of in your brain unless you, like, you understand that, like, people who tend to see, like, who they tend to be the, the brightest person in the room tend to have so much depth in them that makes them act that way. Like, they usually don't feel that way all the time. They just are capable of doing it because they know what the opposite is. Like, the people who don't do that tend to be the people who are just the most regular and the, le- the least emotional. They're just chilling all the time. <laughs> like you'd have, you, the, the most artistic people tend to be most conflicted people because they have so much going on. They have to put it out there. It's like why songwriting is cathartic if you're like yes. somebody who likes writing music. Like you feel like you have to do it almost in a way. I feel like a lot of these people that are making this music don't enjoy music. They yeah. Don't enjoy listening to music. Yeah. They don't have a deeper appreciation. Yes. Like, no reasoning behind music it. It's important to me is because yeah. music helps me Yo, through shit. It's not yeah. therapy for them. They don't love it. They're just yeah. doing it because they're like, oh, I've seen so and so do it. Let this me try is, to do this. This is yeah. hard or this entertains me and I want to be entertaining. Yeah. For me, like, I feel like every song I make contains a piece of my soul. Yeah. Because I'm trying to show you what this song meant to me when I made it. Right. It's a piece of me. Like, that. I, you just gotta listen to my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it was kind of similar to what I, we even started the conversation kind of saying. Where it's like, you look at somebody and, and the music that they make, and I think, like, tick, like I said, TikTok has shown me a lot of this. Where it's like, people who are making music to make music 
rather than people who are making music for like some authentic reason within themselves. Like if I feel some type of way and I make a song, that song's gonna come off different than the guy who really wanted to write a song because he just wanted to write something because he knows music's a cool thing and he likes music. Yeah. Like if I'm making it because I can weed music. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just regular shit. I think that that's kind of why like gimmicks don't tend to work even. Like if you're right, you're not writing it for the purpose of doing something organic. You're writing it to do the thing that you did. Exactly. Where, where you should just be thinking creatively and trying to do the next thing. Like you want to be the guy who moves a different way than everybody else. You want to start the wave, not hop on it. Yeah, like, I think that's just the secret to success. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, um, the one person that, 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 like, was one of my biggest inspirations, uh, I think, you familiar with Andy Kaufman? Are you guys? I recognize the name, but I can't think of it right now. Oh, he's, like, the first true performer who, he, like, drew from wrestling, where he would go out... And he would, like, he would go on a stage as a comedian, and he'd, like, purposely, like, like, he'd do different things where he was always playing the audience. Like, he would either, like, he'd be an asshole on purpose, and then, like, people would just get mad. And that was what he was doing. Like, he would go out and just be an asshole after you, like, he would do this gimmick where he was himself, and he was super awkward, like, 15 minutes. Then he walks back, and then he comes back out as an asshole, and is an asshole for 15 minutes. And he's not, like, doing jokes. He's just being an asshole. But it's like the way that he did it was so like it was so genius because Mm -hmm. it's performance art and like somebody like him is the art exactly the reaction is the art it's almost like a heel for professional wrestling where you're being the bad guy on purpose Mm -hmm. and I think that like it taught me such a lesson in just entertainment in general it like anything where you're doing something as a creator I think it's invaluable to just get a reaction like if anybody just says anything at all. That is something that was created organically from you that would not have happened if you didn't do it. And so, like, it doesn't matter if people are hating on what you did. It doesn't matter if people are loving what you did. The fact that it even generated the reaction means that it meant something. Because if you do something that doesn't mean anything, usually nobody really cares or says anything about it. For real, man. For real. (laughs) The thing I've heard that stuck with me since I heard it, I heard it, like, four and a half years ago. Good content will never make you famous. Mm. The only difference between you and I and Lil Wayne is that he got his music in front of more people. Yeah. More people saw him than you. That's it. Right. That's the only thing. I think to an extent, like, it's like, because you see people who are talented, or you see people who are who are popular who are more talented than other people who are popular. So I think it all, like, plays it's, out the way it does. Double. If yeah. you're actually talented and you can get in front of a lot of people, it's like a magnifier. Right. But, like, no matter what, talented or not, if people know who you are, they know who you are. Right. And that's the difference between you and people I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. And I think, like, uh, it's it's uh, there's also, like, the millions of people who are super talented that never get anywhere that just prove your point. It's like it's all in like the, the it's like it's it's like we were saying before about like what people say influences what you think. If you have a marketing technique where this guy looks super popular and he looks like he's the coolest dude in the room, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna want to talk. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Love me or hate me, so many people knew about me just because I took a shot. <laughs> oh, man. And to me, like that stood out as like as bravery. You know, yeah. Like, I I didn't feel any type of way. I was like, all right, bro. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, you said, fuck it. Let's play it. Obama or, like, <laughs> President Trump or Biden. Fucking, I'll take the shot still. <laughs> Rap, lyric. You're going to have the police on the door. Yeah, the FBI commented on my YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> 
FBI is entering the chat. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, get, I, I feel the same way in the fact that I speak to raps. So you come and diss me? Bro, I'm a, uh, you diss me in a regular conversation, I can come back at you in a rap song. <laughs> Real shit. That's the way I speak to you. <laughs> it just works better that way. So well, I, 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 I bet it. more people know you for this than they do for your music. I agree with that. And the fact that you do this yeah. gets you in front of people. Yes. So Real, man. Exactly. Uh, I would say that I've tried to... And, uh, and it's just something that happened naturally, but I like to think of it as like a branding thing at this point. Because like like I said before, is. when I started 60 Seconds, that was just a thing that I was doing that I thought would be cool. I just thought this would be a cool thing to do. And then, it, then I realized, for one, there's nobody doing this. And for another thing, it's the collaboration thing. And I think that like by making what I do collaborative at heart, because after I did that, I did a tape called Constellations. And I love the idea of that because it's like the stars are coming together to form a bigger picture, which is the whole thesis that we're talking about. It's right. like you are one star by yourself, but then you come together with all these other stars and make a picture that's not even something you could have created on your own. And I think that like that was the idea behind that tape, but that's kind of become the whole thing. Like that's the main lesson I've learned from any art at all is like by doing an interview i'm meeting you and now we know each other and we just know each other it's Real. simple as that like just by that interaction wouldn't have happened if i didn't do an interview show and now we know or like a podcast a podcast is even better because now we're having like a two-hour conversation where we have to talk to one another because that's what the whole thing is Real, man. <laughs> so we're both having that like back and forth and i feel like those things develop relationships in a way that you wouldn't even understand and the other thing is dude it's like it's the butterfly effect of your actions. Uh, like, this is something that is kind of sad. But, like, my, the 33rd episode of uh, Ruse Radio was with Luke Benson. That guy just passed away, oh, like, two dude, days I ago. Know. Yeah, and I blew my mind. He was only 24. Listen, so, like, rest bro. in peace, Luke Benson. Oh, my God. Like, for I, real. I, know, I, um, I only ever heard good stuff about you. Yeah. Well, the, the thing I want to say was just that, like, when that happens, when something like that happens, the value of what you created is extended beyond what you could have ever guessed. Like, that's a whole two-and-a-half-hour conversation with the dude. That's like a whole straight two-and-a-half-hour conversation that you get. Like, it's just there, and it's just always going to be there. And I think that those types of things where you don't realize the nature of what you're doing until after you've done it, I think that that is, like, the other big lesson I've learned through collaboration. It's like... You could do things by yourself, but just by working with people and like them knowing who you are, you knowing who they are, and putting that out there, you, there's so much unintended consequence of everything that you do that ripples outward. Like you don't, you will never know. Like That's I can. Why I, I'm like not worried about the flint scene anymore. Yeah, I've been doing my lives, and I. If you ask me, like the amount of people from Flint that are in attendance in my my live streams is like two people. The other 30, 40 people are from all over the world, and they fuck with me way more than anyone here. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunate the way that that is. It's like, it, it's like you, I, I've heard that lesson from somebody, and it's just true. It's like, when you're advertising, don't promote to people in your area, because the people in your area, they're just all going to be, they're just going to think of you as somebody from their area. Like, just the way it is. Like, they think of you as another Flint rapper, whereas if, yeah. My success doesn't hurt yours. But also in the sense that even, like, say you live in, like, you live here and you see a rapper from L.A., you know nothing about L.A. You don't live in L.A., so, like, that's a whole separate I like, thing. I feel like people think, like, it's going to be, 
easier if they go out there. Yeah. It's so much no, harder. Hell no, hell no. There's like a hundred times as many people doing exactly what you're doing there yeah. as there is here. Yeah. So I don't know, like, if you can't get attention here, you're probably going to get way less than For real, man. For real. That's true. But, 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 like, even in the sense that, uh, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, if you, if the way that people think just like subconsciously about things they're looking at something and if you're promoting to people in your area they think of you as another dude and that's just the way that they're gonna be you can't get around it yeah and it's like you have to like you so much of art and the stuff that you create it's like what you said before where you can be the best artist ever but it doesn't really matter it's like essentially what you're saying it's the promotion but that's what it's like the presentation it's like I think about it even on simple terms. It's like if I walk into a room and I'm acting a certain way, you've never met me before, that's your first impression of me. Mm -hmm. That's what I didn't understand about my music. Yeah. I dropped all this shit and I'm talking about killing people and fucking <laughs> just dissing people and they're like, this guy's an asshole. I'm like, no, I'm not. How don't you know? Because I told you that that's all you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I swear. I'm surprised. That's funny, dude. <laughs> just like I uh, the other thing it was in it it was actually in the Andy Kaufman documentary they had where like Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman he got like crazy in character and it was a thing on Netflix but like Jim Carrey was saying like he used to always go to bed and wonder like what does an audience want to see mm -hmm. and one day he just learned like the audience wants to see the guy who doesn't care like he just want to see the guy who doesn't give a shit about anything because that's what everybody wants they just want to mm -hmm. not care so like Girl. that's that's and I think that's like entertainment in a nutshell right there. It's like when you look at like anything entertainment, you like eat, nobody just nobody really wants to have to think or do anything. They just want to see the dude who's like not worried about anything, who's just being cool. Like that's why that's why like the best comedians are totally cool dudes or just totally open minded or like the best actors just can do anything because like their their mind They're is like so Brad open. Pitt. Like he's yeah. just like <laughs> yeah. What am I playing today? <laughs> Same guy. All right. <laughs> like your brain has to be open to, to all of that to even be able to, uh, or like Keanu. That's like Keanu Reeves in the same way, dude. He's always he's, he's like always John Wick now. He's never not John Wick anymore. <laughs> he's got the one role and that's it. I always will remember dude from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, you're even farther back than me. I saw him first in like Constantine, which was like yeah. that movie where he was like some angel dude. I can't was remember. Badass. Very crazy. Constantine was cold. My mom had a crush on, on on Keanu Reeves, so like that's how I knew him before everybody else. Had a crush on him, so my mom thought he was hot first. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> there's a there's a movie. Um, I can't remember what it is, but it's like he's like a cop, and he's kind of like a bad cop, but a yeah. good cop. He just kind of like operates outside the actual law. Like they're like, go get a warrant. He's like, here's your warrant. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's like, no, give me the girls you kidnapped. Like, um, it's called Street Kings. Okay. Great movie going. And I'm guessing this is also classic Keanu. Classic Keanu. Back in the day, Keanu. The same Ke Constantine level. He's been around since like the '90s too. Like it's crazy. He like just he popped off. Yeah, Look you're right. For real, man. Yeah. For real. Like I remember as a kid when Sad Keanu was a meme, and that was like b before. I mean, he was just sitting at the bench. Yeah. Like Keanu Reeves has always been a part of my life, but like now he's a part of everybody's life. I kind of feel like they took him away from me. But 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 yeah, man. It's like I think that um. Back to the point I was making, art in general, I think, is like something that you have to... It's like uh, you posted on Facebook, uh, I think you po either posted or you shared it, but it's like something about how no, no mix is going to save a performance, mm -hmm. essentially. Like, you have to be a performer 
before, before you can do anything else. Yeah. Like you have to, and it's kind of, I was talking yeah, to you about when mic. you went outside, like we Can't were talking about, good. yeah, like if you're, if you're like, you know, even doing auto-tune, mm -hmm. you have to know how to perform on know. the auto-tune to have that certain like tinge to it. You can't just jump in, not yeah. putting yourself into it and expect like the mix or the master to pull it out. It all has to be there right away. Real and shit. I think that that's something that like, it's something you have to learn, or it's just something you intuitively like, know from watching like, people perform. You know what yeah. taught me that? Listening to the tracks with distortion, yeah. lo-fi music, where they don't care about the mix, like, audio. It's supposed to sound like it was, like, recorded in the back of the room off of a record player or something. Yeah, when, when X popped off, that's when I really learned that lesson, because X, his original music that blew up was not mixed well at all. For oh, sure, it was it clipping. And it, good, all, it sounded great, but like if you like thought about like technically about how it's mixed, this if, if you could call it trash. Hell like no. if you were you know, a mixing mastering, mastering engineer before that came out, probably would have looked at it and went, nah, bro, you gotta fix all this. They would have been like, put that back on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Keep it on SoundCloud. What is that? And two years later, everybody's like, no, mix it how X did it. Exactly, and it's like that trash sound became its own sound. And so, I, I, and that made me think a lot about like, you know, I think if you make something, it's like if a tree falls in the woods and in, it's like the whole Andy Kaufman idea. It's the same thing. Like if a tree falls in the woods, nobody reacts. Does any, does it matter at all? Like did any, did the tree fall? Like if I put a song on SoundCloud, nobody reacts to it. Did it, did I put a sound, the song out? So if ever, if I put a song out, it sounds like, like you could call it trash with the mix, but everybody reacted to it. That's the value in the song. It doesn't have to be mixed perfect. It doesn't have to be any of this. It just has to be something that like makes people think to be anything. Like the the, the interaction creates I the art you, itself. Man, it's about the reaction. Yeah. Shouts to Roy McKay. Always yeah. told me that it's about the reaction. It's not about what yeah. you do. It's about the reaction. And that's it's so true. Because mm -hmm. you can't take a reaction away. Like you can't. And I think that that's something that's so individual to everybody. Even I think a negative reaction. Yeah, exactly. That's the Andy Kaufman thing I was talking about. I and my buddy all the time, like, he's like, oh, look at this shit, look at how dumb this is. And, and he's like, yeah, in this song they said this and that, and, like, this is what they posted the other day. I'm like, dude, why are you giving them so much attention? <laughs> exactly. You're giving them exactly what you want. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't, I don't look at shit I don't fuck with. You're over here, like, <laughs> running it up. Yeah, well, a great thing, too, a great example, too, is, like, the Yellow Wolf uh, Eminem rap mm -hmm. battle thing, where you gave MGK, you, even no matter what you think about it, Eminem won, MGK won, just the fact that Eminem like even gave it the time of day, and the fact that they went through the whole thing, there's such a creation, like a, such a thing happening there where hip hop just feels like there's not enough of that most of the time. Like I there's swear, not man. rappers interacting with one it's another. Like and right now, I think the big thing is that Kanye is uh, having a beef with. Is it Drake? It's Drake right now. Yeah. He dropped his address. Oh, Drake about to do. Drake, <laughs> no when I tell you, no, listen, listen, listen. Kanye when I tell that. you, when I tell you, Drake is gonna do some ignorant shit. He already fucked his It's wife. gonna be some ignorant shit he about to drop. I'm I don't know what else <laughs> Oh no, dude. That's that's such a Kanye move. Exactly, bro. I'm gonna keep it 1000% though. Yeah. Kanye existed before Drake. Oh yeah. Kanye will exist Kanye's a goat. after Drake. Kanye's a goat. Yeah, I agree with that. Drake, his era is over. I'm so tired of I don't know about that, from, bro. No, I don't dude, know about I'm that. I'm so tired of hearing from and about Drake. I'm because so convinced certified he's lover just boy. a piece of shit. You're a 32-year-old man that doesn't fucking appreciate, like, other people. I think You're that, out here, like, scamming <laughs> and, like, doing shit to other people's wives. Grow the fuck up, dude. I thought that... 
Pusha T, when Push had that that beef with uh, Drake, which I would never want to have a rap battle oh, with Pusha no. T in my hell life. Hell no. That's the main lesson you'll learn from that one is yep. never, ever get in the crosshairs of Pusha T. Don't ever Drake do that. Drake is talented, though, man. I feel like Drake is, like... Well, Drake, I like defend himself. Drake, can. what's so good about Drake is I think, like, no matter what you think about his music, his brand has always been on point. He's never even, like, took a step away from that for, like, the last, what, like, oh, 10, OVO? 15 years? Like, just this whole image, oh, like, the yeah. way he presents for himself. Real, man. It's for such real. a way. It's like what you I was just, talking you about. You think like, of Drake, you're thinking flawless. Exactly. It's, and it, it's the way not just him that flawless, puts bro. it that way. It's, like, the people I who help him write everybody his songs. Around him. It's everybody around him. So you can't contribute it all to him, but it's like there's a reason that Drake is Drake. And so, real, but, but then you have somebody like Push come out, and I thought that Push's diss was so genius oh, because man. the only way you take somebody like Drake down <laughs> is like most home. of his fan base is like women. So you hit home and say, bro, dude won't even talk about the kid that he has. He's keeping this girl and this kid a secret. Well, now all his woman fan base is all they like, said, bro, like, Drake ain't the guy I thought he yeah. was. Like you're literally tapping into like that guy's like, bro, like that is so personal That's to go what there. I'm trying to say though, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that makes me not fuck with you. Like the whole brand thing you were talking about. Yes. The only thing Drake can do to poison his brand is do it himself. Yeah. Like I said, fucking around with Kanye West's wife, even if she wanted to with you. Yeah. Dude, you're. Who are you? Like, not. You're to the level to where you should know that's a mistake. Right. Well, Kanye's just like. He's like an unspoken god, I feel like. You can't, real, man. You can't Kanye go. is an artist, and Drake is a performer. Yes, yes, yes. Well, because Kanye is such an engineer. Like, I, whenever anybody, like, just doesn't give Kanye any credit, I think it's sad. Because it's because they... Building this house. Right. Yard that's, he was like, that's so dumb. I'm like, that's so fucking that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Well, I think his mind works in such a way where it's like, all the things he does... Whether they're deliberate or not, just always create a conversation. And like it's like the thing I was saying, like he's, he's, he steers the conversation in a way that most artists just don't even know how to do. He's himself. For real, man. Yeah, and he's himself. Like he had that song where he uh, uh, can't tell me nothing. Where in the last can't song, tell me nothing. <laughs> yeah, and in the song he says, "I'm on TV talking like it's just oh, me and you." Yeah. And that's exactly his approach. Like he is always. Like, he'll be talking like it's just you and him. I mean, that's an approach I try to, like, take just intuitively. I, I know from experience that from what, like, like Joe Rogan is such a good conversationalist, for example, because he's always himself no matter who he's talking yeah. to. And he's really good at, like, listening to people and letting that, like, allowing them to be themselves. Like, it's something you just have to know how to do. And, like, I think that, like, uh... When you're able to do that, you you just move in a way that other people don't. Like it's it, you're honest, and people appreciate honesty. So like, no matter what Kanye does, he can't do wrong because he's always being. Well, that's Kanye. what I said. Like, if I hear some bad shit about Kanye, we always hear it from Kanye. For yeah, real, man. some bad shit about Drake. I'm it's on TMZ. It's on World Star. And, and yeah. it's like Drake don't want to tell us this stuff. So it's like, dude, what are you? What else are you capping about? Exactly. Well, that and like Drake is that kind of artist where it's like you know, his image is so specific. Where it's like you, you, it almost feels less authentic in that way. Where it's like I, I don't know if you're being 100% yourself, or if like there's like a bunch of songs you can't drop just because you're Drake. You got to sound like Drake. Like you have this song written by this dude. Don't sound like I, I'm somebody who has to write all his own stuff. 
because it has to be me. I so like, I, I, I don't even know how somebody could. Yeah, I don't like the idea of ghostwriting. I yeah. feel like if I was to the level to where I needed ghostwriters, it's like I'm so burnt out at this point right. mm -hmm. that I just need help coming up with new shit. Yeah, like, I would do it for fun. Like if I hear somebody's song shit. and they're Real down shit. with me doing the words or like they wrote something for me, I'd be I'll like, go, Yo, you wrote something for shit, me, bro? bro? <laughs> and then I would do it. But I would never like seek out people all the time just to... But I can understand that. It's just, it's so like... You gotta understand though, that comes from a point to where dude is so big, yeah. it's like too big to fail. Exactly. And it's so separate from the, the organic creation that I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Like, I find it to just be something like... Like it's you like, like bro, music. you can write a, you can write a song if you can bang two rocks together. Like it's just a matter of like putting that together. Whereas some people think you need a whole team to like put it out there. And I feel like you know to an extent maybe, but like I would never want to be an artist like Drake because it's like it's harder to. It's it's like it's just not the same thing. Like you know, Lil Wayne freestyles everything, and Lil Wayne is always Lil Wayne. There's like you never even feel like Lil Wayne's phoning it yeah. in. Because it's always him, and it's like there's no image to uphold. He's just being him. Whereas like artists like that, they just—I don't know, man. Like Drake, I, I've always liked Drake, but it's like I, yeah, I have the same kind of thing where it's—it's it's hard for me to I totally relate, get into it. I can't relate to you. Yeah, no problems. But he's your life is amazing. He's a his delivery is always perfect. Flow, I'll say that. His pocket, his flow, like, yeah. I love his flow. He's got man. a great so voice different. for You can't copy that. Exactly. You can't. And he did that from day one when he came around with, like, I forget the, what was that? It was at the catch-up? Or no, that was, that was, that was. Take care. Take care. That's take the name. care, I'm thinking, man. I yeah. Take care. Songs like, like, Just Hold On, We're Going Home, and stuff yeah. like that. Those are Drake. Yeah. I think, I like, agree. zero to a hundred real quick is, like, lots of input and influence. Yeah. Or like, his band, band, Yeah. Like, well, no, dude, uh, I'm pretty sure, was it Take Care? Wasn't that a bunch of Kanye? Wasn't Kanye involved in Take Care? I'm yeah, almost positive that, like, a lot of that was, like, even songs were written by Kanye on there. And dude, so it's Drake I mean, doing Kanye would, tracks. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And that would make a lot more sense to why, like, Kanye feels so fucking scorned. Oh, well, dude, Kanye is one of those guys where it seems like people, like, just based on the image that he has in the industry, people take advantage of that. They think he's crazy when he's a fucking genius. Well, not only that, it's like they know that the image is that he's crazy. You so you can say whatever you want. Until I'm out of my moment. <laughs> I think Kanye so is real, so himself that it's hard not to look crazy sometimes. Exactly, bro. Like, he's so unapologetic he about it. He doesn't give a like, fuck. If yeah. Drake came out and did this shit, you'd be like, well, Drake went nuts. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> you expect this shit from Kanye West? Really? Like, when Kanye runs for president and he goes on stage and starts crying, you're just like, bro, like, that's such a Kanye move. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Whereas if Drake did that, his career would be ruined. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do a, it. He's got an image to uphold that is yeah. not Really but I think people take advantage of that. Like, they take advantage of the fact that Kanye is so honest and upfront. It's like, to be honest, is honestly, it's harder to do that. Because then, then you're going to say things. Like, I feel, I you're truly do think. You're going to say shit you don't want to say. It's like, well, it's like, you can't say anything of value without offending somebody. For like, real, that's man. just the For way real. the world is. Kanye doesn't care. Yeah, and Kanye just doesn't live by the code of like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. He'll just say it, and he'll deal with how you're going to feel about it. You said brand? <laughs> like, Kanye isn't worried about hurting his brand. Yeah. Kanye West knows that once he drops shoes, even if he said the most ridiculous, crazy shit, tomorrow they're still going to buy the shoes. They're going to sell If comes out and says something out of pocket, he's canceled. And I think that that type of thinking is what plays into his genius, like, 
even in like the way that his career works so well, like the way that his mute, his sound has changed, his like beat selection and how it's always been like like something different. It's like, futuristic. Bro. Yeah, his this sound is, is like ahead of his time. He's always trying to do something that isn't being done. And then yeah. people copy him every single time. People copy the sound that Kanye created. Like it, he's like his influence in hip hop is like you could pinpoint each little like thing that he started. And I think like stuff like that. It's like to discredit Kanye is to discredit like you have to you, that line of thinking that he has is the same line of thinking that led to all those genius decisions that he's made throughout the years. So it's like it's hard to even like be on the team as somebody who's against Kanye ever because it's just like dude, dude you, you gotta understand that. that if he wasn't like that, you wouldn't have all all this. Like it just wouldn't yeah. happen. Like 808's and Heartbreak, you would have never had that 808 sound in hip hop because you would have never had that Kanye. I mean, imagine existing. how many people Kanye West inspired just in this last generation. Travis right. Scott wouldn't be here. Yeah. Or the songs <laughs> that he's written for other people man. that Kanye did, like the beats that he's made or the song. You wouldn't have. <laughs> the most recent example is you wouldn't have Industry Baby. <laughs> That's the most recent one. Lil Nas X would Bro. not have dropped it. That was produced by the one and only Kanye, Kanye West. West. He's like, and I feel like he's just that kind of guy where he's like a grandfather of hip hop mm -hmm. at this point. He's like Lil Wayne. He's got the same stature of like a Lil Wayne now. Where yeah. you can't say like Jay Z, Lil Wayne, like all those guys. Nas. No matter what you say about them, they are just who they are. You They're can't gonna be take there away forever, the staple bro. that they've. Yeah, I feel like even Tyler, uh, Tyler's Tyler Creator. Is oh, he's definitely there up there now because he's just he so he's got his respect, man. Yeah. And he's and it's like there's just some artists who don't, I don't think they just know how to reach that level. And uh, yeah, man, yeah, man. I mean, like, and it's so funny how like it's such a different flavor than somebody like Drake. Like Drake is, like, it's almost like Drake is like the vanilla. Expected. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're getting into. Exactly. So, you know what I'm. So but that market's well. Donda. I'm so excited for Donda. Yeah. Not because I, I think Donda was heavily inspired by J Cole dropping. You think so? Uh, dude, just listen to the beats when they come out. And you'll be like, yeah, this is Kanye's realm. But, like, I, I honestly feel like he was like, yeah, that's what we're missing. Mm. And then here's what I got with that. The other thing I, I know about Kanye, too, is he's, he's very collaborative like that. Like, I know that throughout the years, he's, like, been in, he'll, like, he'll, like, work with people, and he'll work really close with people. Like, he's not the type of guy, like, he, I remember I saw a video once, too, with Kanye, where he was coming up with a song, and he, like, did that melody thing that everybody does, where he'll, like, sing gibberish, where he'll come up with the melody. And you can tell he does that, because it, all I, his I stuff is so, that's how I write songs, I usually come up Save with a sound first. Bro, yeah. you're just mumbling bullshit, right. like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you find like, things oh. to fit that. And like when I saw Kanye, I was like, bro, just because it's such, he, he's got such a creative process to where like everything's got that specific touch. I think that, um, can't discredit the man. yeah, yeah. And Donda's just going to be like, it, it's, he's, it's like Kendrick where you don't know what he's going to do next. No one experiments. Anymore. Yeah. And like, like, Don, you know, like those people who've heard, it's also like, I know, I can totally get why he. Because uh, I remember I saw a YouTube video where it's, it's like why he doesn't drop things on time. Because even the stuff he does drop, he'll put new versions on streaming platforms. Like, he's one of the only people that even, like, is capable of doing that. Because you can't do that on DistroKid or nothing. Like, you know, he's in, like, cahoots with those guys. So he'll just make a deal where he can, like, upload his new version <laughs> in, like, three months. So all of a sudden, like, the melody's different in one part of the song. Three months after it's released, he's the only guy I've ever heard of who does things like that. And it's because he's so specific about the things that he does that he'll like, you know Kanye's sitting on a mix 
and he's heard it like 300 times and he's still like oh bro i could like pull this part back and then have a whole new melody right there and he has all these gears turning in his head 24 7 musically like the way he thinks musically is so interesting to me because it's like it's it's uh, like you said futuristic it's mm -hmm. like ahead of the curve always and, and like uh, what's that one song that they've dropped from Donda so far that, or if it leaked or it dropped well, I'm not listening to it's, it until oh, it's, it drops I think it's the moon one I'm not listening moon. to yeah, a single thing no I've heard it's an experience and I want that whole experience yeah and I'll and Kanye, I appreciate music to he's all one of those level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you I have swear. to with somebody like him yeah. too, because he's doing like it's almost like a theatrical thing mm -hmm. when it's somebody like Kanye. Like it's like it's like watching a movie. Like it's you're going movie. through the steps, and it's all crafted in such a way where it's not like you know like. You, it's like what you said album. with some artists. You, what'd you say? <laughs> said listen to my album. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Front to back. Yeah, Thanks but like point. like it's like um. You want to you want to have something with like a vision and something yeah. that's separate from other things, mm -hmm. just naturally. And like like you were saying about Drake, like it's harder to expect that from someone like Drake, whereas someone like Kanye or like like I said like Kendrick, like when I I remember when Dan was gonna come out right after um it was on the heels of uh not Good Kid, Mad City, but what to was it? Butterfly. To a Butterfly. That was that's my Which favorite like, Kendrick album ever. Yeah, me bro. too. I could that's, not even imagine how you follow up that's an album like that. Because exactly, like Good bro. Kid, Mad City, how you follow that up? But I was then like, you follow that up with the Pimple Butterfly, and you're like, dude, this is just something else. I'm like, bro, you, <laughs> you just brought Tupac in here? What? Well, and, and I'm sure you, I don't oh, know it, if you it heard. Was beautiful. It was it was, it was originally uh, to Pimple mm -hmm. Caterpillar because the acronym Tupac. Like, what the hell, dude? The amount of thought that goes into something like that is just I so genius. Him, and then he comes out with damn, and just the whole time you knew it was gonna be something. And it's still so much different than the Pimp of Butterfly or Good Kid Mad City, but it's its own thing that just like is so him. And people like that just they they it's like you know that a lot of that has to come from them. And I think that that kind oh, of thing yeah. is what has always inspired me. It's like why I like old Slim Shady way more than new Eminem. Because you can tell that he's like coming from a place where there's just something you're not seeing. And you're like putting that out there in a way that other people can like understand. Like, you know, like the way that he would be like raunchier and like just say like the like the like the, something that other rappers wouldn't say, like they're uh Eminem, the Slim Shady in particular. Like there was those uh intros where it'd be like, dude, how am I supposed to sell this? You're talking about like crack babies and like man prostitutes. Like how are we supposed to other rappers are talking about hoes? Like <laughs> how are we supposed to sell this? But it's like the fact that he would even have the nerve to do that oh, yeah. is what made him such a oh, different yeah. thing. And I just think that, like, it's sad now that everybody is so... I feel like people are harder to... It's harder to get them onto something like that. Like, everybody's Nobody's a little bit more tight-knit now. To take a chance, Exactly. Bro. And I think, like, people still want to hear it. I don't think the market's not there. I think it's that... No one the, knows how the, to do it right. No one knows how to do it right, and we're sold this idea that the market's not there. So it's like, you feel like you shouldn't do it. Like, that's why I was saying about Eminem. When he apologized for saying something about Tyler the Creator, to me, that was the death of the old Eminem. Because old Eminem like, Wait, what? would never apologize. That was just the yeah, fact that he would say sorry. I'm sorry, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> he would say it. He would say it again. And then that would be whatever he talks about. For real. And it's like, you know he's messing around because he's fucking Eminem, dude. Like, yeah. it's as simple as that. You're fine with it. Yeah, and like nowadays, it's like Eminem has to apologize. It's when people start 
with the act, yeah. and then they drop it, yeah. and you see the real them, exactly. that's when it's hard to walk back. If you are always yourself to begin with, yeah. and you say some shit that's out of pocket, and you've always been doing that, right. people know what's up. Like, and it's kind of like, it sho- that, what you just said, shows like what the new M.O. of Eminem is. Like, he's just saying things to be offensive that he doesn't entirely mean now. He's just messing around. Whereas yeah. before, he would just call out the Backstreet Boys because he didn't like them. Nowadays, it's genuine. like... Exactly. Now it's like, I'm going to write a song that's going to be like one of the singles on the album where I'm going like to call out Tyler. He, he focuses on all that technical shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know... Come on, bro. I will better say... Than that that it does display a certain caliber oh, of yeah. musicianship to do that, yeah. like, but it's like, you don't have to do that, you're Eminem. Yes, right, you don't need to do that shit. Yeah, like less, we all less, know. Less is more, like I said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like um, we all know that you're able to do the most technical thing, mm-hmm. but by holding that back and only doing it certain times, like, or doing it when it's necessary, it's like, the, like you just said, Over less is it, more. Like, if I'm a genius, I, I know there's stuff I don't know. And so by going in in a way where I'm never fully giving you all of it, like, I'm l- allowing that room. I think that, like, the smartest people leave that room, whereas other people are just going to give you everything right away. Ah, yeah, man. I, it's, I, 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 but I, it's hard to say negative things about Eminem because I do find him to be such an influence. Uh, I just don't. I think dude is, like, bored. And, like, I think he should take, like, the approach, like, like, he is doing it. Like, yeah. he's mentoring other people, and he's kind of to the point to where it's like, if you have a song with Eminem, like, you're coming you up. Made like, it. You made know it. Yeah. Saying? But now it's to the point to where it's like, if you have a song with Eminem, you're probably already Niz- Little Miles X or Jack yeah. Harlow. And it's like, dude, why don't you just, like, produce for these people? Or, like, you know what I want to see? Like, I haven't heard of, like, a new warp tour in, like, ever. Like, that was started by Vans. They just had, like, their fucking 20th anniversary or some shit. Or, like, well, they stopped it after a while. Well, I don't know. I, 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 know, know, I know that. But, like, yeah. what I'm trying to say is nobody else has, like, grabbed the torch to start, like, a whole nother yeah. tour-style thing. It's just the same old, same old. I swear. You're in the position to where you have all this money, clout, pull. Even the people shit. know. Do it. Yeah. Do it. For make real. The, make the shady tour. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, that would be so much colder to see Eminem doing shit like that than still trying to rap when we've already seen, like, the catalog. <laughs> wow, that's a great idea, because not only that, it would be basically what he's doing, but better. With, like, the mentorship thing. Like, if you're Eminem and you do, you put on, like, all these rappers in a festival and you headline, like, everybody's going to show up. Do, who doesn't show up with Eminem? Like, no Eminem's the, one of the most no popular <laughs> rappers there are. So, like, it, it's like the, the loudest people are usually the people who have the biggest opinions most people just listen to music and don't give a fuck and they don't mm-hmm. even comment on things they just push they the like button like it, bro. They, yeah, they won't even like it they won't even like it they might even they might share it on facebook that's about it <laughs> like, and shit. they don't even usually that's do that if they're home yeah. exactly they might throw you the like and like not sign into youtube yeah like <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like the so the fan base for somebody like eminem is still so monstrous, like you could never even touch it. It's, he's like, su- got such name value to where if he was to do something like that, you're right, there would be so much value to it. It's also like in the same vein of the collaboration thing we were talking about. Like just by him doing something with other people, giving it, a platform for everybody else. Yeah. And it would be like something we desperately need, like right now. Like I said, like. I mean, he started Shade 45, which was that station. I, I don't know if that was like, him starting it or what. That's like. 
a talk show. I agree. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like something that's being done a lot. And that's not really him. Either. Yeah, and it's just like it's, it's like his name is associated with it. It could be even the same thing. Like yeah. I said, it could be Shady Fest or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, that actually should be hard as fuck. It's yeah. Shady Fest. Hard, like, and it, like I said, you could make something like that a staple that was like, like I like I am talking about Warp Tour right now. Like right. it's like fucking. I mean, I I think about that in the same way that, like, hip-hop just, like, there's such a subculture now where you could have its own award show for just hip-hop. There shouldn't be the same it thing if it's such its own thing. It would be more valuable if they did. Exactly. It's kind of insulting to include all these categories of music together and then try to pick from all of them. Well, uh, the best example I can think of is when, uh, uh, who was it? It was the guy who wrote Thrift Shop, Macklemore. When Macklemore won over to Pimple Butterfly. To, to this fucking day. Hold yeah. on, hold on, to hold Pimple on. Butterfly. You want to talk about a fucking, uh-uh. When Cardi B won over Travis Scott? Yeah, yeah, the fuck up. That was the last time I yeah. ever watched anything like that. I'm like, bro, nope, I don't want anything. But it's because, this. like, It's a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest, and they're just... Those things are so different from one another that it's, shit, it, you bro. can't even put you them... You can't even compare them. Uh, yeah. You can't put them in the same There's thing. no accounting for taste, and I think the people who run award shows like that don't have taste. They're they like, need to be fired, bro. Who do they listen to the most? Oh, you get it. Well, and Warp Tour, Warp Tour was good for the pop-punk scene, but there would be like mm -hmm. some rappers who are on Warp Tour, whereas like... It should be both ways. Like, we should still have Warped Tour, to be honest. It's sad that it's that's, over. That's what I'm saying. But, like, even having a hip-hop festival that tours like that, it'd be hard to get a bunch of big artists, but they did it with Warped Tour. You have to imagine you could do Why it. Why couldn't they do it? Exactly. And, dude, imagine that. Like, you have, like, 30, 30 shows within, like, four, like, three months, and you got so many big artists. You got Eminem. You got fucking Post Malone. It's, like, kind of how Rolling Loud is now. Yeah. It's a fucking... It's Rolling like, Loud is like it's too big. It's <laughs> exactly. like only the main headline artist that yep. we already know and hear all the yeah. time. Yeah, and what Warped Tour did so well is it was able to like to have smaller names and bigger names. Yeah, and and it worked out because when you were there, you'd have the three people you want to see, and, and then, then you'd have all this time in between. Good. Yeah, so you'd have to go and see somebody, and you'd like find new artists through that. Yeah, I think that you know, and and nowadays it's like people talk shit about festivals because. You gotta, you gotta have restrictions at festivals now. You can't just have a festival. You gotta, we gotta have a million rules around it because no, we can't just shit, show you a bro. fucking festival, bro. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> can ever be too simple, bro. Yeah, it's always got to be complicated, and all. Yeah, I think that that's just human nature. But like, I feel like it's, it's man. There's just so much. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there should be more of that. Just in general, like even in the the local, like it's it's it, you have to lead by example. So like you, you say, you know, why don't people do this? Really, you just gotta show people it's possible. I feel like it's I the swear, only man. way you can make the difference. Like that's why I loved doing interviews when I started doing it, or why doing this is even a, a creative and like organic thing, because it forms something through doing it. Like, but you can only lead by example. Like you could tell people a million times, you should start a podcast, dude. Ninety nine percent of people, even if they want to do it aren't going to do it. For real, like man. Like, the 1% of people yeah, will 1%. do it. That's yeah. what I said to dude, like, the other day. I was like, yo, you're talking about all the stuff that people should be doing. If you're having the idea, that person should be you. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think that people like to, they just like to control. They like to be in control. It's just something people like to do. Yeah. They like to, you know, it's it's hard to be open-minded. It's hard I to swear, just let man. people. It really is. Yeah. I, I got to catch myself all the time, like, yo, am I fucking... Uh, that, people don't do that enough. No, they don't. They don't check, like themselves. check themselves. It's Nobody humility does, is what yeah. it is. You have to have humility yeah. in, in what you say and do. 
Like, and, and it's like why I said, because uh, it was something I heard, like, just like a, it was Michael Malice that said it, and he's probably quoting somebody else. But the smartest person in the world doesn't know 99% of things. Like, and that's just... Like you said, we know that we have, we have known unknowns, things yeah. that we know we don't know, but yeah. there are also things we don't know we don't know. Exactly. Well, and the smartest and person is going to approach things in a way where they know that they could be wrong, and it's like entertaining the opposite theory is how you challenge your own idea. Like, that's how you get a better idea. So if, if I'm talking to you and you disagree with me, if I entertain what you have to say, I might see it in the way that I didn't even understand by myself, and now I'm thinking about it the way that you said it. Like, you know, I mean, with the whole flat earth thing, the funnest thing that I like to think about is the fact that we don't actually have a picture of the earth, like, from far away. Really? We don't have that. My point is, is that whether or not it's round or flat doesn't yeah. matter. Because yeah. you specifically don't know. Let's just say for a minute that I'm fake, I'm a fucking NPC, and you're the only real person in the world. <laughs> you're the only real person in the world. Nothing I say matters. Only the, the engagements that happen to you really happen. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. It's like... You're okay, tripping over yeah, stuff that really don't yeah, matter. Okay. It's not going to affect us at the end of the day. Uh-huh. So what, and the perspective is what leads you to the conclusion that you have. And why would it matter? Yeah. It, it, let's say that the Earth is flat. Right. Nothing changes. Right. The only thing that changes is that you were wrong and your pride got hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, all I can say is that, like, I, it, it's probably round because, like, when a fucking drop of water flies in the air, it fucking comes up round. <laughs> okay, that just seems like what physics wants to do. But, like, my whole point was that you can't, like, quantify this very articulate situation with, well, if it sounds like a dog, it's probably a dog. Like, yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Like I said, this could all be a simulation. It could fucking look round, and then when you hit the edge of the wall and you fucking respawn over by Japan, like, it's all fake anyway. <laughs> or, like, know. there's the, uh, well, there is the, I always thought it didn't make sense because <coughs> you'd have to fall off the edge, but then I saw that one, like, map that they made where there was, like, it we was were rounded. all going around this one spot, and that's why... And I was like, okay, well, I guess. And that's why Antarctica, nobody can really live in Antarctica. Because you, know you just keep going forever in Antarctica. It just never ends. This is, <laughs> people might think this is stupid, but like, yeah. you know gravity, right? Right. You know, like, it, people are like, oh, well, we, the Earth is spinning so fast, and you would spin off of it if gravity didn't exist. Well, how does gravity exist? Because that really makes no sense. Mm. You're saying that the planet has so much mass that it... It weighs down space-time, and that's what gravity is. Yeah. That's very convoluted, and I don't understand that. What I do understand is that when I put water in the bottom of a bucket, and I swing it around, yeah. it sticks to the back of the bucket because of centrifugal force. So instead of thinking that we're on the outside of the Earth, what if we're on the inside of the Earth, and the Earth is mm -hmm. spinning, and that's what gravity is? That makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, you know? like it's pushing away from yeah, that. Yeah, and then... That's why people think space is fake and the moon isn't real, because it isn't. It's just the center of the Earth that yeah. we can't get to. Yeah. Like, think about it. Mm. If, I, if, if I'm swinging the bucket, yeah. the point at my arm is the fulcrum, right? The uh -huh. closer you get to the inside of my body, the less gravity you experience. Right. That's the same way it is when we're close to the ground versus getting far up in the air. Mm, okay. Gravity lessens. Maybe I'm closer to the fulcrum than, than farther away from Right, right, right. So these are like mind, like, again, none of this matters at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, these are just things that will make you think, like, 
maybe gravity's the key. And like everybody's been thinking about this wrong. Like like I said, like Earth is basically a halo ring but one big sphere. Right. Well and gravity's a theory in itself. That's what I'm saying. You no can't truly prove it. it. Yeah. So like there's no way to say that you know any specific way about shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and and whatever you do think it is, is is usually based upon some kind of theory that somebody made that we all just try kind of trust in. Because right. that is what it is. Like, I think gravity, the laws of gravity only matter so much that when they apply to us, we should know them. Like, if you're making a car, you should know, like, how it happens if a car crashes. Things like that. That's where gravity comes into play, like physics comes into play. Whereas, like you just said, it doesn't usually matter in your life. Like it's it's if usually no one told something you gravity existed. Yeah. you wouldn't know. But you would know we'll that if it. I drop this, it's gonna fall. Mm -hmm. You get that part. But you wouldn't say that this is the name of the force that yeah, applies. Exactly. This is just how things are. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like the same thing where if if it was 500 years ago and the globe is just a theory and some people think it's a globe, some people think it's something else. But we don't say that we went to space. We don't say all that. So you really don't know. It's just you and that other dude who have this theory, and you're just thinking about it, but you're like, bro, I don't know, bro. It could be anything, man. <laughs> I watched a thing the other day, and um, there's a guy. You know what a rocket sled is? Like, they go out in the middle of the fucking desert. No, what's that? They, they go out in the middle of, like, the Mojave Desert, and they've done this for, like, the military testing. You know what I'm saying? They'll put, a, um, like, a track, like a railroad track down. And then they'll like put a car on it, strap like tons of rockets to the back of it, and just just to test the rockets. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying, it'll go like stupid fast, like six, seven hundred miles an hour. Well, one of these colonel generals, I can't remember the exact date, but this guy's famous. Like you can look this up. Just look up like colonel or general that did the rocket sled test, and you'll find it. This guy did it, and he experienced 25 G's on his body. Oh which my is like God. enough. He's blind. He went blind from it, and blood pooled in the back of his brain. He had a fucking aneurysm, but he lived. Okay. So, like, my point is, is those rockets put out less thrust than the rockets we supposedly are putting people on that go into space, and they still experience the G forces. So, if this guy went blind and retarded from fucking being on a rocket sled here on Earth. I'm. It's way less believable now to me that you have people in a bigger rocket. Yeah. That goes faster. You're still gonna experience G forces. I mean, the part that I've I've always had fun with the moon landing theory. I don't. I I I will hold to it. I will say it. I don't know if I believe that we went to the moon. There's just so many. I don't many think things. we ever have. Yeah. I don't think we ever have. I mean, the moon. when Jeff Bezos went up in that rocket the other day, he was only in the very dick tip of fucking low Earth orbit. Yeah. He's still had hundreds of thousands of miles to yeah. go before he left the atmosphere. Yeah. And the moon is hundreds of thousands of miles like, bro, away from that. You see yeah. how long it took, dude, just to get up that high? Yeah. And, and there are people no. that will sit here and call you stupid for trying to think critically because you right. automatically accept the, the experts in the narratives. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know what that person said, but I know there's a lot of bullshit flying around and maybe I'll just think for myself and yeah, come exactly, up with the most bro. logical and practical solution. Right. Well because like it's 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 as if, you know, it's being open minded and it's understanding that you whatever you know, it's just a matter of information that you've gathered from different sources that may or may not like, like you said, I think in actuality but we discuss in theory. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's a that's a good thing. It's a good thing yes, to discuss it in theory. Yes, it's good. Because it's like saying, okay, well like to look at the moon landing in such a way, you could take that on face value and say, Well, why would they lie about it? 
Well, I don't know. There's like a million reasons. You got the space race. I mean, you got that whole thing. They were all mm -hmm. trying to get there already. So, and also, the best example I've ever heard is, okay, so say you're a car company, and you just come at me one day, and you say, hey, bro, we got this car that can go zero to 500 in 10 seconds. And then, you got the car. But then, like, and you show me this video, you got the car. We all see you got the car. But then, like, two months later, you can't get make that car ever again. You never have that car again for the next, like, 50 years, 60 years. So it's like, was that video of the car real? actually saw the car. Like, maybe it will never actually exist. Exactly. And, and, and why have we never made that same car for 50 years? Does it, don't you think that if we made that car and the car company was being legit... We would have a better version of that car within the like it's just the way within the year yeah. within the let's year say, exactly you see how fast we're moving on yeah right? let's say all of space was alive and Russia was about to figure out the moon stuff and they're like uh, the U S goes man we know this is bullshit because we know space isn't real what if we just try to say that we got to the moon first and we'll build it and they they don't have Hollywood they can't fucking do the same thing what are they gonna do admit they were lying yeah no they're just gonna keep going with it. Okay. I, I'm not saying that like, low Earth orbit isn't real. I yeah. just think that we never got to the moon. Not with. Oh, I don't believe we went. How do you get back? Like, how do you get back? How do you get back? Please that, answer me that. Rockets. Please answer me that. How do you get back? Yeah. How did they you live see, stream it? That's the part that I wonder about. Did, how would you even suggest that that's live streamable? Because they, like they didn't even have fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> They we're talking like like Twitch now, like you gotta have the right setup to even get HD, man. We're talking like 50 years ago, no like cow. they were that far away, and we had like a straight video signal to everybody's house. I mean, that and being they got back. Be like, oh, but people back then, they're geniuses. They and they got NASA. Yeah, people are more. We're geniuses. even way smarter yeah. now, bro. Yeah, you're right though. Them getting. How do you get back? How do you get back? Well, I think that the the running theory is that they were in low Earth orbit, like he said. Like, we have been in low Earth orbit. The theory is they did go up, because they did go up in the rocket. People saw them go up. So, I mean, maybe they were just up there, floating around for a minute, and then they just popped right back down when it was time, you know? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, we were at the moon, guys. Did you yeah. watch Jeff Bezos go up in his? Uh, I didn't catch it. Well, they got straight up. Yeah. Cape Canaveral That's new. rockets in an arc. Yeah. Over the Atlantic Ocean. Where do the capsules always land? Where do they always pick up the astronauts? In the ocean. Yeah. So, like, regardless if you were on the rocket or not, we just sent this shit into the ocean till you couldn't see it. It broke up, landed, and then we fucking sailed uh, out there, put the guys in it, turned on the camera, and acted like we pulled them out from the moon. Yeah. Like, that's way more believable and plausible than that you were actually out there. Yeah, and I just find the whole, like, like it's something that's like, it's like the same thing as the Earth is flat theory, except I feel like it's a little bit, There's like... something to it, but that's maybe not all mm -hmm. entirely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, but the moon landing one is at least easier to sell people on. Yeah. Like, the no Earth is cow. flat, people are going to be like, oh, bro, well, why would everybody lie about that? Whereas, like, the moon landing thing, you can at least go, well, here's exactly why they would lie about it. <laughs> You, there's a legitimate reason they would lie. Like, the Earth is flat is tough because you have to, if you're arguing the Earth is flat, you just have to all agree that either everybody knows or there's just so much ignorance going on <laughs> that, like, nobody has figured out the Earth is flat. Nobody's willing like, to no accept one, it. Like, there's no whistleblowers on it. Like, that's what you'd have to argue is that there's not one dude who's like, yeah, bro, they're all fucking lying, bro. <laughs> I know it because I worked in NASA. Like, that's the part that always catches me is, like, Okay, I believe that none of us have witnessed it, only those guys, but, but why would there not be one dude telling the truth? It's incredibly easy to 
to for me to defame those people. Yeah. If you come out and say some shit like that, you're instantly fired, and we also found a gun in your locker and heroin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're a drug addict. You're saying fucking crazy things, or like, oh, no, 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 uh, he's only doing this because he's fucking with another company, and this is bribe, now there's allegations, and like, they'll come up with anything they can to discredit you. Right, and th- or they'll like and make they'll you work. a criminal, or they'll, they'll make work. you a criminal, and that's that's even and more if fun. If you do that, yeah. they'll disappear. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, shout out uh, John McAfee. <laughs> shout out, shout out, uh, our homies. Uh, but, but yeah, man, I, I mean, I think that it's, it's, it's like, uh, it, 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 well, there's, there was that one guy, uh, there was, I'm not, I forget his name, but he worked in Area 51 and he came out and his, his records are like, I feel like, I think, remember, like his college records are gone and he says that they got rid of them. So that's the one part of the story that's weird. But it's like, uh, yeah, the, the government does have the power. It, it's, um, it's what Noam Chomsky is, that big book he wrote in, like, I think, 1980s. It's manufacturing consent. And I think that if any, especially nowadays, if you are observing m- news media or anything that would be uh, influenced in such a way, you have to remember that, m- like, manufacturing consent is not even something, it's not like there's a bunch of dudes that are in, in like robes and they're in like a cult and they're all like saying, yeah, let's fucking kill everybody, let's ruin everything. No, no, no. It's like you got all these people with political interests and they just guide people in a certain direction to where news media is going to then pick up on that and then give you the version of the story that's going to benefit whatever is going on. So there's actually, um, I think it's called the Jameson Council, but yeah. there's a specific like branch of the CIA that was founded right after Roswell for specifically seeding the media with ideas that they were actually doing really? so that people would think it was false information. Well, and like, they, like, I mean, there's the, well, there's the Governor Whitmer thing now that just happened. That one's a fun one where it's like the CIA was like 10 of the 16 people and that was just like something they didn't mention all last year. They just It just came out and that's why they're talking about it now. Like They wouldn't have told us that Unless they had to tell you that. But, like, now they're saying, oh, yeah, it was 11. 11. C-. And, like, the way they do it is they basically they'll, they'll go in with their CIA dudes and they'll be like, hey, yo, we should all do this thing. And then all the, the impressionable dudes go, oh, yeah, bro, let's go, cut, let's go kidnap them, bro. And then now the dudes who were told to kidnap somebody are the people who came up with it. It's like they're, they're real creative about it, man. <laughs> like they're geniuses. Well, you got to give credit to the people running this shit, like, whether you think they are. It's like a gang. Like, it, it really is similar to, like, how you would run a gang. You'd be like, yo, if, if we want to fuck up how they're doing on that street, let's just mess up their operation. Let's get in there all sleuth-like. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just go in and make them think that it's their fault when really we're the ones behind it. And so it, 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 it's... it's Perception th- is reality. Perception so, is reality. If you can get somebody to believe, like I said, if you can keep people blind, desperate, and wanting a way out, like they won't question your authority. And I think social media helps it in the sense that people do just want to read a headline. It they, definitely does help the confusion because yeah. no one knows what's true, what's false, what is fantasy, reality. Like, yeah. And and. Uh, it's all a mixture of those things. <laughs> I had strange feelings when they first did a uh, fact check uh, on Twitter. It was last year, and I remember it was with Trump. And I thought that was so weird because it was like, 
why are y'all doing a fact check now of all times? And it's like, that has only ramped up. But immediately when that happened, because it's like, I don't think people realize even the subconscious nature of it. Like, if we're on social media and there's just a little label under something you posted, like just yeah, having that there. Assume it's bullshit. Yeah, well, and, and it's, it's, it's like, like when you see the fucking, this is covered because it's got yeah. content, you're like, what is it? Uh, yeah, but even if you're smarter than that, like the way that you're thinking about it is different than if that shit wasn't right there. And it just, it fucks with the whole conversation now because now it's like, Disinformation, information. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I, I false. It's all a bit of all of it. Like. Yeah, and and I like to think of it like misinformation. Like if you call something misinformation, it's just misinformation because you can even learn from things that are untrue by like the way that people think different ways, man. Like That's I just what I was trying to say to dude in the yeah. thing. I was like, listen, even if this is the way that you think. We don't know. Like yeah. I've never been up there. You've never been up there. Well, it couldn't. It might not even exist. Yeah. <laughs> you get there and you fucking hit a plexiglass screen like a fucking tiny. Like like no. Like uh like uh oh, what is that Jim Carrey movie where he's stuck in the dome? Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like imagine if you just hit the edge and it was like always. It was always a movie about you. I feel like <laughs> there's something like that happening, but it's like all of humanity. Yeah. They don't know, but maybe they do, and they're like trying to be the controllers of what they actually yeah. know. I, I'm a fucking theorist. That's a fun way to think about it, though, is, like, you really just got a bunch of aliens playing chess. <laughs> like, yeah, but... We're all just characters on a video game. I'm nuts if I keep going on about this shit. I mean, I, just, I think that what's fun about it, though, is... I just think too much. But that's... that's The fun part is, like I was saying, it's like a litmus test of the way that somebody is. Like, if somebody's capable of having the conversation, I think that they're... They just are so much more open-minded than the guy who's not going to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's... It's like you lose so much when you aren't willing to entertain ideas that you might disagree with. Like, it's, it's so much more engaging to, like, go, okay, well, why do you think that? Rather than just going, bro, fuck everybody who thinks Earth is flat. Y'all some stupid motherfuckers. We went to school together, bro. We learned that here. <laughs> yeah. The dude, like, even then, like, the stuff in school, they're, like, now, like, no, that wasn't actually how it was. Let's go back and rewrite the history. Yeah. Oh, no shit, So, bro. like, how many times has that happened? It makes me wonder how Americanized my education was, to be honest, when I, like, because when I was a kid, I never, I knew that, but I didn't know that in the way I know now. Like, so it's like, it makes you wonder when you learn American history and all that, like, you're probably getting a very cute version of, like, what it was. Right, so, like I, like, I like to use Thanksgiving, okay? Yeah. Because when I was thought about Thanksgiving as a kid, they make it look all happy, do lucky, like, they're all sitting. chilling with the pilgrims, bro. Sharing food and yeah. stuff. What they tell you now is that the pilgrims bloodied, massacred, raped, and stole from all the Indians when it was like, okay, maybe some of the racist pilgrims did some of that. Yeah. But how do you think they, like, brought about agricultural crops that they didn't have over there? The Indians taught them. They yeah. didn't teach them because they were afraid. They taught them because there's mutual benefit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, it's both. But it's never one way or the other. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I even think about that when it comes to, like, the whole Confederate flag thing. Is like, you, you, a lot of people who would put a Confederate flag 
on their truck. They are not aligning that with the morals that you, the person being offended by the Confederate flag, is. are usually aligning it with. Like, they're thinking, like, bro, I'm proud of, like, the people. Like, there, there's something about the South that inspires them, and they think that the way that that, like, just the, the context of it is, it's like we were saying about words. Like, I can't get mad at the symbol unless I know what you mean by having it there. Like, so there, because that, it, it creates such a conflict where it's like, I think that, like, that a lot of people, like, will just associate it with racism in general. I ever, think that's really where the, where the issue is. But I think a lot of people with Southern pride are not racist at heart, and they, they're not putting that flag there because they're, they feel that way. No, that's it's just like, repping the Flint flag. Exactly. Like, to them, they don't even, they're not even thinking about it, it on those terms. Even back in the day, like, when people actually had slavery, yeah. okay, you got to remember, before they tried to free the slaves, that was normal. So it's not a flag that represents we want slaves. Right. This is just our flag. Right. So like, well, and that's a tough thing to even think about, man. It's like, like I don't. Think it makes you think about morality and like, like they just did it because they had. You think that you think so? Yeah, because of industrialization. Yeah. And then like there was that big conversion, and they try to act like that didn't happen either. Like, the people that ran plantations had all the money. Yeah. Right? All of a sudden they have no workers and they're not about to keep running the plantation, but hey, we just discovered coal and built a factory up north. Mm. I'm going to move up there and put all my money into a factory. Yeah. So like, you know, and then all the people up north that like can't, they're done working in factories and now there's a bunch of farm work down downstate that'll pay us. Yeah. Let's go do that. Like yeah. that, that, now that, that was like a big thing. There's a, a name for that event. And I was taught that in school. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Now they try to act like that was never a thing that happened. And that Republicans and Democrats were always where they were. And, like, it's just like, dude, what are you backtracking for? Yeah. It's, com it's more confusing. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of more confusing. And it's like, you know, it makes... Because it's, it's like, it's, it's really, just an, it's about terms. Like, you know... Get this man back. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. We can wrap this up real quick. Yeah. But I think... I think I think uh, a, a point that we've been on that I can kind of encapsulate right here is uh, I think it's better to talk in ideas rather than terms, right? Because like, nothing is absolute. Exactly. So if I and I just try to do that, like I, I've I've noticed that that's my approach with music, but it's been my approach with life in general. It's like I'll always think and like you'll go a lot farther than the people clowning you. I promise. Yeah, sure. for sure. And like because the motherfuckers who are clowning you, they're not doing shit. Yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> Clowning you. That's all they're doing. The That's people it. comment on, the one yeah, exactly. You're the one getting your XP. I agree. To yeah. Remember that yeah. shit, bro. Yeah. Well, in, or in just in the sense that, like, the fact that they're, yeah, it's like what you just, yeah, you know what, you just said it perfectly. That's beautiful. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. And I think that um, by allowing that that uh, open-mindedness, like like catching yourself, like you said too, being able to have that humility, I think it allows for like people open up to you in a different way when you allow for them to just be whatever they are like oh, sure. your music will sound better if you reflect on yourself exactly i mean like i find it to be like like bro who thinks that it's a hot take to go out there and say yo fuck everybody who thinks like the earth is flat that is not a hot take you're just saying what everybody shit yeah exactly way. like there's no reason to post that other than to just know that people are gonna agree with you and you're just talking shit Whereas, like, the open-minded thing to do would be to not even care whether or not people think that way. But being able to, like, yo, bro, like, why do you say that? 
it's just so it's more fun. It's much more fun. And like you said, your music will sound better. Your art will be better if you allow this this type of mindset. Like Rather, a deeper appreciation for everything around you and everything that happens to you. I think it's a matter of ego in the end. I think that. If That's why, and I feel like if every genre has an emotion that it's classified with, yeah. rap is ego. Yeah, and, and I, I, I struggle with that because I really do like, I, I, I never really thought about it on those terms, but I was when I had Cam Lapine on the podcast, he said something, he was surprised that I... Because I said, like, I try to keep ego out of it as much as I can. He, that's, he basically said that, like, yo, I wouldn't think that with rap. And it's it, and that it, way. People want that. Exactly. And it made me think a lot about that because I think that, like, that's kind of the other thing I really try to do differently in what I do. is like, I try to take the ego out of it and allow it to be whatever it is. Whereas, like, I think that, like, so much of everything is just people not understanding that their ego is guiding things so much and just like letting that make the decision for you. I think it's like something, like I said, like leading by example. Like the only way you can do it is by being an open-minded person and seeing what people have to say. You can't just like teach people that. They have to just see what it is. That's like drive, too. You can't teach people drive. You no. Know? I, there's a lot of people out here that are like, fuck it, I'll just buy a rapper and I'll build me a rapper. Like, build a bear. I'm like, <laughs> You're going to be dragging them their entire career if they don't have the drive to get there themselves. <laughs> build a rapper. That, that's fun. not going to happen. And it, it, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying you won't be successful. You may be successful. They won't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and be successful for them. And, and it's not the same it's not like it's not as rewarding. It's just not the same thing. Yeah, I think that this this world is what you make it, and that is what we're gonna. That's how we're gonna wrap this up, all cute, tight in a bow. We're gonna oh, say you the world is yours. The you world is come? yours, boys and girls. Do you want to come do a live stream with me when we do reviewing music? You hey. it. Yeah, dog. You know I'd have a little opinions. You know I'd have little thoughts. I, I would love to li do a little live stream review. Here, let's, get you, let's get you back in front of the camera right before we pop off of here. Let's let you. Oh, I got that one. I got this phone camera on right here. That's the one I've been using. You know, like you can do like the two cameras on once, right? What you saying? Twenty seventeen will do. Like you have a big screen and then somebody's on the. Yeah, that's what I do on the on the YouTube videos. That's why I got the three cameras all set up. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's you know where it's at. You see it? It's like right around the corner to the right. There's a bathroom right there. But yeah, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Like I, I feel like everybody thinks like we hate each other because <laughs> of the distance. But like honestly, I, that made me fuck with you a lot more because you were you were confident enough to take the shot and you took it. You were yeah. like, yeah, I can rap. I know I would, this is about 100. percent Yeah, it's like artistic. Drive, yeah, man. I mean, I that's what I saw in what you did. Is the same exact thing. I thought like, okay. At least, like, bro obviously is understanding something that a lot of people just don't seem to, like, like, they're just out of tune with. Like, like, to me, hip-hop is competitive in nature. Like, that is what's so fun about it. It's like on the Kendrick Lamar controlverse. And I remember people talk shit, because I was, I was trying to make that point to them in the comments. I remember people were like, oh, you're comparing this to Control by Kendrick? But yeah. it, what you did was similar in the sense that when you are a hip-hop artist, the way that you communicate is you communicate through the songs. You, you, you talk shit. You go out there, you say, yo, I want all you. He listed, like, I can't remember who everybody Kendrick said in the control verse, but he went by name. And it was so long since anybody had even done something like that. And it was such a big thing. And to me, like, that, as a kid, I saw that. I was like, yo, that's what hip hop name is. Name drop. And so when I saw you do what you did, I was like, it was the same thing to me. It was like, yo, somebody understands 
how to just have fun and like that's what hip hop is. We're supposed to fucking we are working with one another, but we are all against one another. Like it's like that. There can only be one winner. Yeah, bro. and that's Highlander. why ego is the hip hop is an ego thing because like who can have the best bars? Who can say the most personal shit? Who can really have the best diss song? Like who can do it? And and by proving yourself. You're you're speaking with your art, you know. That that that's something that you can, nobody can take away from you. Whereas, like, if you just go and clown the guy on social media, that's an approach, but it's not the it's not in the same hip hop vein. It makes so, me feel like you're more of a comedian than you are a rapper. Ah, yes, and and hey, I, I all these things that you said, I hope I hope Jeff Scott, I hope you see this. And you get inspired to go out there and, and say something on record against this man. I still have hopes that Jeskaya one we'll day drop the track. will drop the track. <laughs> and everybody will and everybody will be and everybody will have fun. They'll probably all I'll welcome it. I'll yeah, welcome exactly. It. And I'm and I, I really appreciate you saying that to me even. Is that like that you saw what I was doing and you that that you like what I did? I, I laughed, dude. Yeah, I thought man. it was so funny. Yeah. And like most people can't do that. They're like, man, this guy's fucking burning me. Like, <laughs> nah, dude. Like you say that, that little dick shit and all that. So that shit's funny. Dude. You know why? Because it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's I mean, just, I loved your just track about me. I got excited when you dropped it. I was like, oh yes, finally it happens. Because I've never had anybody diss me back. I was waiting for the day, and then I saw the title even. Ruses are red. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, oh, he's going right in with the title. Like, it felt great to see. It felt great to see. And and that's why I went with B for Bonkers, because I was still you trying got to it. You got it. I feel like you're the only one who got the diss tracks fully. Like, uh, shout out to Activist also, because he got it. And he dropped a lot of tracks as well, and he was a good sport about it as well. But... I feel like you you've held your opinion the same as you yeah. as not a lot of same people did that. They kind of changed the way they felt about me and I feel like you came in with like this guy can move a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think that uh I think that people just don't have the approach towards performance and putting themselves into things like it's like somebody like you I can see that you're doing it because, for one, you're unapologetic about the way that you put things a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think that that comes through in, like, your, your personality, and that bleeds into your art. People hate me for that. Yeah, Because but I say I, shit that they don't want to hear. I'm the same way in the sense that I'd rather say what I mean than say what's going to be the more popular thing. Mm -hmm. I'd just rather tell you straight up. Like, if I thought your mix was not good, if I thought you could have done better, I'd rather tell you straight up. Then like have us dance around it and have me like be like yeah bro that was amazing like just being honest that's why I would that's like, why I struggle with people on like social media even because people just like to be close minded and it's like I like to have the conversation I like to like go back and forth and see what is I, really in there I'm like incapable of completely flaming someone yeah like fucking I'll see and if like nine out of ten things are bad, I still saw the one good thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yo, man, like, this needs work, this needs work, but, like, you really have something here, you should try and do more of that. Like, yeah. even, even with Jeff and, like, all these people, like, I don't really listen to their music, but they're, they're talented enough. For like, sure. I'm not gonna sit here and act like you ain't shit and, like, all this stuff. Like, there's stuff that is good about what you do. I think that you can... Even the person you disagree with on everything, there is always one thing to learn from that person. So, like, you could think it's totally trash, but there's still a reason, like, you can listen to it. And you can even learn what you don't like 
through thinking it's bad. Knowing like, what okay, you don't that want, work. knowing yeah. what you don't want is just as important as knowing what you do. Exactly. And sometimes it's easier to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's a sometimes it's a way easier. You go, oh, that's bad. <laughs> But yeah, bro, I got to say Oh, well, hey, uh, go ahead and throw the people your social medias and all that stuff. B.Haley, H-A-L-E-Y, dot music on most everything. Um, look me up on Google. I show up. SEO, boy. Ayo, and thank you guys so much for sticking around this long. Check this man out, B. Haley. He's got YouTube videos helping local artists, uh, helping any artist, for that matter. He reviews music online all the time. All you gotta do is hop on those social medias. B. Haley, like he said, that SEO mofo. He's got it figured out. So, <laughs> okay. SoundCloud, and, hey, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, all of them. Everything you think of, I got it. And then, what are your social medias real quick? Oh, slide uh, Yeah, let's get them on there since we got to talk to our boy. <laughs> It's on a Tendo with a 7. Tendo with a 7, and that's like Tendo. 7-E-N-D-O. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter on Slippery Season. Um, TikTok, same thing. Literally. You just search me. You'll find me. I'm sure of it. All right. All right. And hey, thank you guys so much for being here. We saw, we learned some life lessons in this Ruse Radio. Uh I'm going to cut it out right here. It's been a pleasure. I missed y'all. Uh, Ruse Radio. Clocking out. Gang, gang.